7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey everybody, happy Friday. It's the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I personally am not shut down yet. That's good. That's good. So the Trump shutdown has not begun to affect you yet. Not personally. No. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, hello, Joe. I am not David Dennison. I, that is good. That is good uh, for yes. you because you would have been shelling out a lot of shekels. Uh, rubles yeah rubles (laughs) Uh, rubles for prostitutes Uh, no i'm sorry porn stars whatever Uh, (laughs) that's uh right (laughs) sorry she's not a prostitute she is a porn star um right yeah so uh that's a big thing this finally the the major news outlets uh minus fox like that's actual news is that are actually the uh, the the right wing media is out there uh trying to talk about that hashtag release the memo there's a horrible what is that all about devin yeah. devin nunez has some kind of memo that implicates all kinds of evil wrongdoing from democrats that they they wiretapped trump's tapped lines or they tapped his wires or whatever. Yeah, basic, I don't even fucking know. So that started basically, with Nunes? I believe so. Yeah. Basically, it started. It's they're claiming there's a memo written by the FBI that said they used the Steele dossier to get that FISA warrant. Oh. To investigate to what? to wiretap that picked up Flint. Okay. Wait, really? So and and you know yeah. what the, you know what the, all the experts said on TV today. So what? Sure. So that's that was part of the the evidence they have. It's a probable cause warrant. Okay, application. Yeah. You have to have probable cause to get a FISA warrant. The judge looks at all the case and the FISA warrant is sometimes six inches thick. The applications mm-hmm. and the, the Steele dossier was mentioned, and there's a memo saying that, and this and they're blowing this into like w- bigger than Watergate. And it's actually oh, it's bullshit. Terrible. Yeah. The FISA warrant, mm-hmm. if it's the same one that I think we're talking about, yeah, yeah. The one that happened that, long yeah. before we even knew of the existence of the Steele dossier. Well, before we knew, but but what they're saying is that the FBI mentions in this memo that the Steele dossier was used in the application. 
Mm. And somehow this is some scandal because, oh, the Steele dossier was funded by crooked Hillary. And well, it you all know, this is what I say. Foundation. I say, and, I, I say hashtag release the memo and hashtag will debunk yeah. it. Hashtag will debunk it because that's exactly what's going to happen. So, well, know? actually, they, they asked they asked several legal experts on some of the cable news networks today, and they said basically it's a hashtag BFD. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, Man. it's fucking. Stupid. There is nothing wrong with using the 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 steel dossier as part of your evidence to present no. reasonable probable cause. Yeah. Period. So, there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing ethical about it. Illegal. There's no no scandal here. Move along. Move along. Okay, and that's I'm exactly. That you, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that Joe brought that up because when I woke up this morning, I saw the hashtag release the memo and I saw, you know, Steve King and a few others. And I was like, what, mm-hmm. what, what, what oh, is And a this? bunch what of Russians, it, it, Democrats and are not alone in wanting, or I'm sorry, Republicans are not alone wanting to see this released. R- Russian outlets are pushing for it to be released. Yeah. So, for, so for now propaganda <laughs> purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Steve King who said that it was Hillary. Steve King says it was bigger than Watergate, and that he also mm-hmm. said cantaloupes. Well, you know, there's the saying yeah, that did. that because the Steele dossier later on was funded by the DNC or a lawyer uh, of the DNC. Uh, this all ties into Hillary, and that means Hillary, since there were Russians quoted in the Steele dossier, that means she was colluding with the Russians. Yes, sure. It, it's a real stretch. Yeah. These people are. Exhausting, and it's hard to stretch when you have calves the sides of cantaloupes. You know, I mean, it's (laughs) (laughs) all right, all right. Well, are exhausting. They they're they're exhausted because they can't fight back with actual real information and real news. So they come up with uh, disinformation to try and throw people off the trail. And now there's all this horrible, ugly stuff going on. The the government shutdown, which apparently is Democrat, you know, since Democrats, uh, what we control the white house, the house and the Senate. Right. Um, so Mm -hmm. it's our fault that there's a government shutdown. Correct. No, (laughs) (laughs) you're absolutely Uh, wrong. I got uh, I got two audio clips. So we got some some blasts uh, blasts from the past here. Uh, Twenty eleven. Uh, tell me who this is. I hear the Democrats are going to be blamed and the Republicans are going to be blamed. I actually think the president would be blamed if there is a shutdown. I think it would be a tremendously negative mark on the president of the United States. He's the one that has to get people together. Uh huh. Okay. And this is Trump in 2013. Who's going to take the blame, Donald? In the boardroom here, who's getting fired? Who's going to bear the brunt of the responsibility if indeed there is a sh- is shutdown of our government? Well, if you say who gets fired, it always has to be the top. I mean, problems start from the top and they have to get solved from the top. And the president's the leader and he's got to get everybody in a room and he's got to lead. You know, the interesting thing is in. Uh, 25 years and 50 years and 100 years from now, when the government is, you know, they talk about the government shutdown, they're going to be talking about the president of the United States. Who was the president at that time? Mm -hmm. They're not going to be talking who the head of the House was, the head of the Senate, uh, who's running things in Washington. So I really think the pressure is on the president. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Uh, Yeah. Jesus. Uh, and then this is this is Trump. Uh, this is Trump yesterday, I believe. Are you responsible for the government shutdown, sir? Good happens. See what happens. It's up to the Democrats. 
<laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Uh, <laughs> best best quote best quote of the day goes to Lindsey Graham, who called Tom Cotton the Steve King of the Senate. Wow. What? <laughs> yes. And Tom Cotton's retort was, well, Steve King keeps getting reelected in Iowa. <laughs> These people. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, that, that fits. He's just as dumb as a bag of dorks. <laughs> uh, a box of dildos. They really a don't box know of how to dildos. govern. No, uh, Tom Cotton is, is is yeah. These these guys have gotten over like they're off the wall. Like yeah. I mean, like they're with 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 this uh, Stephen Miller crap. You know. Well, I, I, did you uh, did you hear this? Uh, Dad sent me this story earlier today that from ShareBlue dot com. Uh, GOP senators threaten voters with legal action just for con- or a GOP senator. I'm sorry, threatens voters with legal action just for contacting him. And of course, it's Tehran Tom. This yes. is a story written by Eric Bollert yesterday. From locking their office doors to sending out cease and desist letters, Republicans really don't want to hear from the people they represent. Um, and it says, in a dramatic escalation uh, to the defensive posture Republicans have taken uh, taken for months um, as uh, constituents demand accountability, Senator Tom Cotton's office in Arkansas reportedly sent out cease and desist letters to constituents who contact his office with concerns. Cotton has also threatened citizens with legal action if they continue to express their opinion and reach out to his staff. <laughs> and this is this is the the yeah. wording. This is the wording. Um, uh, well, it says o- Ozark Indivisible, an activist uh, group that has been pressing members of the Arkansas Congress Caucus on health care, um, immigration, and other issues, received a cease and uh, received cease and desist les- letters. And this is the wording of it. This letter is Im- is immediate notification that all communication must cease and desist immediately with all offices of U.S. Senator Tom Cotton. One letter read, all other contact will be deemed harassment and will be, re- be reported to the United States Capitol Police. Oh, please. Snowflake need to save space. Can we just... Call- what? We- <laughs> See, yeah, right? the snowflake. Oh well, yeah, he is so made of he's made of cotton. He is, he is uh, fluffy, yes. fluffy, delicate fluffy cotton. cotton. Uh, mm. Yeah, so uh, there you go, Tehran Tom, uh, enemy of the American people. <laughs> you know? Jesus, talk and they, they call us snowflakes. I mean, he'll yeah. he'll go behind the president's back to talk to Iranians, but you know he won't talk to his own constituents and threatens him with uh, criminal uh, uh, liability. You're making me nervous. But here's the thing: <laughs> if I heard this correctly, criminal liability with the Capitol Police, not in his home district. No. Well, the Capitol Police wouldn't have jurisdiction because if there's a, 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 right, I don't know. My understanding of of a crime is that it, the jurisdiction of the crime is where mm. it's committed, right? Oh, so I mean, the, are there lawyers the, out there? But I think that's it. So, but the crime is that you show up at your um, senator's yeah. office in Washington D.C. I, I had a, I, I ran a building. I ran a building of over three hundred people. We used to get bomb threats all the time because we were the unemployed. Employment office. <laughs> so we used to get bomb threats. When I'd call in a bomb threat, right? If the bomb threat came from, say, New Jersey, 
Okay, I wouldn't sure. call New Jersey. I would call the local authority police of the town I'm in. Well, okay. Uh, do, um, do the DC police do they handle like death threats and stuff like that? I guess something like that to a U.S. senator would end end up with the FBI, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, in Secret Service, probably. So I don't even, I don't even know. It just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. It sounds like a bunch of hogwash. Yeah, it is a bunch of bullshit. Capital police. The there's yeah. Capitol Police. There's the D.C. City Police. There's mm-hmm. the, the city of D.C. has a good number of police departments. Yeah. I mean, and and they're all very well trained in how to handle dissent. Yeah, I, I've been to a number of protests during the Bush years, during this thing that's happening now. The, to me, this is ridiculous that he is literally calling on the Capitol, the Capitol Hill Police Department, which is the department that is supposed to protect the members of the Capitol. Yeah, to protect him from people who say bad things. Not even say bad things; just criticize them. You know, yes, I mean, this is you ridiculous. Know, they have yeah. to be laughing well, at what, him. Was there a specific incident that he was talking about? Um, I can see if I can pull the article back up. Uh, I think there was, uh, there was at least a response that um, uh, somebody. Uh, uh, let me see. Oh no, no, no. I, I have to open my messenger for that. Sorry, I'm looking it up on my phone as to not open too many, uh, too many browsers here. Um, but uh, in a specific incident, uh, but I, it I, I, I found it in the Arkansas Times. Is that, that the one you're? Uh, this is I on share, share, share Blue Media. Um, th- this is uh, Eric Bollard. Um, let me see. Uh, one letter recipient wrote, "I think they just honestly don't want to listen to any citizens' opposing view." Blah blah blah. But no, it, it, there's no no, exi- no exact reference to any any letter in Bullard's article. So. There's a January there's a January 18th article in the Arkansas Times. that says activists say Tom Cotton has issued a do not call or write notice to some constituents. Such letters sent in extreme circumstances, says Cotton's office, and the letter goes like this: This letter is to immediately noted is immediate notification that all communication must cease and desist immediately with all offices of U.S. Senator Tom Cotton. All other contact will be deemed harassment and will report it to the United States Capitol Police. Yeah, Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is is complete Bullshit. bullshit. What Tom Cotton is saying is that I don't want you to say bad things about me Mm -hmm. because the reality is, is if there was a real threat, the Capitol Police, who are very, they really are very professional, Mm-hmm. I, I happen to know this because um, I tried to enter the House of Representatives and I forgot that I had a flask in my backpack. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's okay. Um, I, I had a, a, a buddy that tried to get into the FBI building with me with a knife in his pocket. See, that's a little... Well, okay. That's uh, not, not, I mean, not... not he, he forgot he had it. <clears throat> you know, but anyway. The point that I'm trying to make is that the Capitol yeah. Police aren't out there looking for trouble with people, like certain yeah. rogue police departments mm-hmm. across the country mm-hmm. um tom carton is making a mountain out of a mohill and he's using the capitol police department as his his as a private tool. security firm now yes they are. and it's 
it's ridiculous. Yeah. They are yeah. they are quoting in this article a Billy Fleming, who's a Times Arkansas Times contributor. He said he knew several people who received such letters. He believed that they all had made repeated phone calls to deliver a mm. similar talking point. But he said they were unlikely to have made rude or disparaging remarks. Sure. Uh, and even if they did, you know, I know that when uh, I, I, I had a, a whole bunch of calls compiled when Obama was president of mm. uh, tons of people calling in se- different Democrats uh, and leaving messages on their voicemail um, mm-hmm. uh, of just saying horrible, racist, threatening shit about stringing people up and lynching people. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think the D.C. police got called over that. Oh God! Are you a talking point? Oh, yeah. The fucking GOP I mean, couldn't function without talking points. Go to hell. Oh, here's a little sh- shot at Cotton from his Arkansas newspaper. It says, "Here's an update. Cotton's office, in keeping with his custom, refused to respond to our request for information." Of course he did. <laughs> but so. Michael Buckner of KTHV was able to get seeming confirmation of the letter from Caroline Tabler, mm. Cotton's press aide. So you know, like, yeah. So he's he's a snowflake. He is. He is a snowflake. He's a Jeff Flake. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, well anyway, I want to. I want to shift gears real quick. But yeah, Tom Cotton, you suck. You're an enemy of the American people. I'm not saying you should be locked up or anything, but you should be kicked He's out of office. He's a scaredy cat who's afraid yeah. of the American people. He is. He is. So, uh, and he also went behind our backs and talked to uh, people in Iran and went around uh, our, our elected president's back to. Uh, uh, try and stoke the flames of war. President. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is an interesting thing I wanted to get to. Uh, the, I've got like four short clips here. Um, one, you guys are going to hate me forever for playing, but I'm going to do it. Um, but the first one, the first two are conversation between Chris Cuomo and Raj Shah that evoked uh, an interesting response from a right winger. Um, interesting, I mean evil and stupid, is what I should have said. But uh, Chris Cuomo and Raj Shah, Raj Shah is like one of the, he's like, what's your name, uh, uh, Hickabilly Slander sidekick or something. You know, communication, you know, I don't, I don't know what his title is. He's a spokesperson for the White House. Deputy he, liar. De- yeah, deputy, yeah, deputy dog. Um, and he... <laughs> He um uh, he was on with Chris Cuomo and Cuomo was taking him to task about you know the harsh language and the scare tactics used in this the quote quote unquote report or study that they're the White House is using trying to uh, basically just say you know if you if if we don't do something about building a wall and you know immigration reform and kicking out immigrants from the southern border then the next 9/11s right around the corner basically. And, uh, you know, and Chris Cuomo wasn't having any of that shit. So listen to the part one. You guys have a pretty intentional effort to make illegal immigrants, as you call them, monsters. You put out this DHS report today that fictionalizes the risk of terror that is represented by people who come into this country illegally. We understand that that's against the law. We understand that it has to stop, but why make them all into villains? Why inflate statistics and cherry pick to make Americans afraid of these people? Why do that? Well, 
We're not trying to say that everybody should be afraid of, uh, you know, you know. And why would you put out a report, Raj, that says basically three out of four of them may be terrorists? That was the point of that report. We said three. Let's. Chris, let's be accurate here, right? right The report said, no, no, the report said that three out of four people that have been convicted on federal terrorism charges were foreign nationals who've either come here illegally or through the legal immigration right. system. So, yeah, should they be afraid Where were they of radicalized? Terrorists? Where did they commit they, the acts? You ignore that. Why? Because you I'm wanted the biggest number that, you could get. Hang Why on, don't hang you on, say that these important. people are incarcerated at lower rates than the rest of the population? Why don't you mention that? I think Because Chris, you're not you're trying conflating. to make them look good. You're trying to make them look bad. Uh, it's good to know what Peter Brady's been up to lately. Time to change. Uh, working in the White House. Um, so Raj Shah, noted 12-year-old employee of the government. Uh, <laughs> uh, I find it really amazing that whenever anybody from this White House, mm-hmm. you know, they get called on this stuff, they're like, hold on, hold on, let me speak, let me speak. And it's sort of like, oh, so, okay, we'll stop so you can lie. Yeah. And that's exactly what what happened through this whole whole interaction. So I cut out a bunch of the middle part, but that's the gist of it. Is is Chris Cuomo's not saying, "Oh yeah, you know, it's all you know, sunshine, rainbows, peaches, and unicorns," you know, for illegal immigrants. But why are you trying to make everyone uh, look like a mad butcher that you know wants to chop your babies into pieces? Because that's not the case. You know, you're talking about southern immigrants from the southern border. Nobody's being radicalized to commit acts of terror uh, in, uh, across the southern border. Now, unless you watch Alex Jones, and then you would believe that, and then you'd find a Nike shirt that looked like a, you know a prayer rug. Um, remember those days, kids? Um, so <laughs> we found prayer rugs, prayer rugs, and Korans all around the southern border. With lizard people, ball-eating lizard people. Um, yeah. So so the setup, uh, the, the, that that clip is important to, to understand what he's saying. It's not that Chris Cuomo uh, or, or anybody, you know, prefers that you come into the, the country illegally or whatever. It's not that he's, you know, it's just saying stop making these people look like monsters because they're just trying to survive. They're trying to escape monsters in many cases. So the next part, the next part is regarding terrorism. And if anybody's seen, um, I don't know, something called 2017 that we just lived through. Um, if you saw all of the right-wing uh, uh, white nationalist terror attacks in this country that have never been labeled terror attacks, yep. um, you know, the spike in white nationalist violence in this country that is well-documented with the uh, intelligence community and beyond. So, so Cuomo brings that up. What about that? If you were really worried about who's killing people in the name of terror in this country, you'd be focused on white supremacists. That's your biggest threat. Ask the intel community. They'll tell you the same thing. But they're not your enemy, apparently. Your enemy are these people who come in illegally, and you want to make them look as bad as possible. And I don't understand how that goes hand-in-hand with a bill of love. Oh! Amen! Amen! All right, so now, listen to what happened on Tucker Carlson's show with lifelong Canadian with a British accent, Mark Stein, who also fills in for the Rush Limbaugh show. And we're also going to find out about another one of his careers here in a moment. 
But listen to what Mark Stein, again, Canadian, listen to what how he twisted that. What's interesting is that both he and Nancy Pelosi and others uh, on that side of the aisle are getting ever more explicit uh, in their preference for illegal immigrants, well, so-called, as he would say, over uh, American citizens. He, he said, Chris Cuomo went on to say that the real problem is white supremacists in America. They're the real monsters, not these nice, hardworking, illegal immigrants. Uh, and that may be well and true. I mean, for the purposes of argument, let's just say he's right. It's irrelevant. Uh, the white supremacists are American citizens. <laughs> oh! 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 Yeah! Rub it, rub it in, asswipe. And they're homegrown terrorists, you fucking numbnuts. Hey. Two different goddamned issues. Say all about you want about those um, uh, illegal immigrants, but uh, uh, Charles Manson was an American citizen. Sure, sure, sure. You know? Einstein came from Germany. Yeah, but Charles <laughs> <laughs> Charles Jeffrey Manson. Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer was white and American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mark Stein, <laughs> stay in Canada. I mean, Rain, isn't that uh, not fucking uncanny? I'm I'm kind of blown away. I'm I'm sitting here absorbing it again. I did see this story earlier, and I'm like, so. Well, at least the racist terrorists are American right. citizens. Yes, that's, that's what I really. I'm so glad that those white terrorist clansmen are American citizens. Although I'm from Canada, and I also have a singing career. I thought I saw a pussy cat. 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 I thought I saw a pussy cat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. Was that him? Uh, that is him. He wrote an album. He wrote an, an an album. Wrote and recorded an album about. It's called like Jazzy Numbers for Swinging Cats. Apparently, he's a, a cat lover, and he wrote this song. And that it gets so much worse than that. That's what I was recording right before I started the call with you guys today. I was like, I got to get a clip of that. This is one of those times where I was like, Wait, is that real? It is. I get. I tend to be naive sometimes here. It is. You know, media, you guys, I just had that story. <laughs> yeah, I did. Could you guys give me a minute? I have to go get a bag of ice because I, I hit my chin on the floor. Uh. <laughs> nice way to rip off the police, he stole, asshole. He stole that bass riff off of Sting. Yeah, well, all of it sounds like... Um, uh, every breath you take. Yeah, every breath you take. And he stole the dialogue from Tweety Bird. Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw a pussy. <laughs> I thought I thought looking at. Well, he's, I did, I did. well, and there's even a musical interlude where they they actually play the the Looney Tunes theme song in there. Oh, too. It's really? Yeah. So so he copyrighted yeah. the whole thing. He he, yeah. he plagiarized the the music and and the lyrics. And Can I he just say that yeah. white Republican men are the worst. They are so devoid of talent, humor, and charisma. I, I, but at least we are with your own baseline. Stealing from Sting. It's pretty bad when you want to be a Sebastian Gorka wannabe. Uh, Yeah, that's all. 
was who was he's Sebastian Gorka. He's under arrest in Hungary. Uh, he uh, Sebastian Gorka. He's Sebastian wanted. He, yeah, he, there's an outstanding uh, gun um, crime warrant for him in Turkey. Yes. So, yeah, so Cap, that's good. Cap, Cap points out that uh, Dahmer and Manson were born in in Ohio. Yeah. Just saying. Just true. saying. And at least they're Americans, of course. Get out. Why, you Nazi bastard! Uh, all right, well, don't worry. I'll play that sound clip. Uh, I thought I saw a pussycat. I thought I saw a pussycat. I thought I saw a pussycat. Shut up! See, I, at first I thought that was from, from the musical Cats. No. No, uh, no. But then, then you I saw, remember. You saw, I like, saw Cats, and I never heard that that song. I don't Joe, like Cats, but at least Andrew song, Lloyd Webber can write a song. Cats that started yeah. with a K and ended with a Z. <laughs> oh, that was the Sebastian Gorka version. That's why. That's why the tickets were so cheap. Mm. Okay. I was wondering why it was anyway, right up on the stage. It's break time. It's break time, everybody. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, we'll do. Uh, Bobber is, is sitting in once again for uh, uh, P.S. Mueller tonight because Pete's got some uh, some. Uh, he's okay, everybody, but he has some things he has to take care of, and I, I don't want to speak for him. Uh, also, uh, when we come back, an announcement about one of our own here from Indie Media Weekly that I want to talk to everybody about. So um, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. A nice song for the nice people coming up, and it's not written by Mark Stein. It's written by Bob Rouse. So, uh, <laughs> and it's called I Taught I Taught Putty Tat. No. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ Paul will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. Welcome back, sir. A.K.A. John Barron. Yes, that's right. That's right. And uh, also joining us uh, out of Washington, D.C., Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Uh, and we'll have some exciting news for the network that we'll be talking about soon, too. I hear things. I hear things are happening. There have been reports. All I know is what I read on the Internet. It's true. Oh. Believe me. Believe me. It is a series of tubes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, I want to give a, a quick update to everybody, and I'm going to put an address in the chat room. I do not want to read it over the air because I don't think it's a, a, a casual, any casual listener's business. Um, but uh, our uh, good friend Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival, I talked to her uh, a week ago yesterday, and I asked her if she wanted to fill in for Pete last week because her governor in Missouri 
was, um, you know, got caught with his, pant- his pants down. She was like, yeah, I'd love to. And then she was like, but I'm kind of feeling sick. And my son said I should go to the hospital. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you need to take care of yourself. You're not going to be on the show. And um, and I talked to her at length and everything. And um, and she thought she'd be able to not go to the hospital. But she, since she had some heart issues recently, her immune system's kind of compromised. And she ended up getting the flu. And um, I talked to her son the other day uh, because I didn't hear back from her for a few days. And, you know, and um, I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. And um, her son, uh, Jacob, uh, said that uh, she was admitted to the hospital uh, with the flu and severe dehydration. So um, he said she's sleeping a lot right now. Um, She is in the intensive care unit. I don't know if she's going to be moved to a regular room because I wanted to send her flowers, but you can't send flowers to the ICU. But the address that I put in... Uh, the chat room for everybody. And if you're interested in, I'm not going to post it a million times because uh, it's inappropriate. You can contact me on Facebook or Twitter or email. Um, everybody listening to the show that, you know, knows and loves Janet knows how to get a hold of me. Um, so, right, Earl? Thanks, Roy. Roy. That was Roy. Roy, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so I thought it would be really nice to try and get a whole bunch of cards sent to her. So, yes. um, uh, you know, l- let's get it because I talked to one of the nurses in the ICU there and they said, yeah, if you, if you address it the way that I, I put it in the, in the chat room, um, they'll, they'll make sure they get to her. So, uh, they're very friendly staff. They're very friendly staff and I'm going to keep tabs. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give the hospital a call tomorrow and see if she's been moved to a regular room or not. Um, uh, but, uh, in the interim, even if you send it to that and she's been moved from the ICU, they'll know where to find her. Cause I mean, they looked her up like that when I called to, you know, check in and see if I could send flowers. So, um, so yeah, so everybody please do that for Janet. If you can, um, that would, I know it would mean the world to her. Uh, you know, we're a big family here and, uh, we want to try and support everybody as much as we can, um, when they're, they're having a tough time and, uh, and I'm, I'm confident she'll, she'll be better. Um, uh, and, uh, but I think us again, just showering her with a bunch of cards and, and notes and letters and, and things would, uh, uh, be really nice. So, um, so yeah, uh, and draw her some funny pictures or something too. So, uh, but yeah, so Janet, get better. Uh, we love you. Uh, I'll be filling in for her for the foreseeable future on, uh, Southern progressive revival. Um, and, um, and yeah, I had a great time with, uh, uh, Joey and Wes and John, uh, the other night, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so there we go. That's, that's what's going on. Uh, Janet, uh, we're thinking of you, we love you and you're going to, we can't wait until you're back on your feet. Um, sending prayers up to janet there you go so she, she's an amazing woman and yeah she is she is i'm so glad i i dropped her a line on thursday too because she's not always in our chat um and uh you know so i'm really glad it's uh, that, that I, I i touched base with her and i found out what was going on because otherwise uh, you know well i'm sure i would have found out with the the spr guys but you know um, it was just, just good timing on my part to find out what was going on. So, uh, so anyway, Janet, be better. We, we need you back. Um, yes. Get well soon, Janet. If yeah. you're listening. 
Yeah, and uh, and also, uh, you know, just a, a little bit more about Pete. Pete uh, might be back next week, but we're not sure. We're just kind of play, playing it by ear. Again, he's fine, but he has uh, some stuff he, he has to take care of. Um, and, uh, and um, yeah, that's all I'll say. He can talk about it when he comes back if he wants to. And if not, that's fine. So, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so, but, you know, and and again, Bobber is on standby for us. So that's exciting. And, uh, Bobber and I might have an announcement to make on the program tonight. We're getting all, we're getting crazy, getting crazy with, uh, trying to make new content here on, on Indie Media Weekly. Um, but yeah, so, uh, let's see where we, where we left off. Oh, I know where we left off. I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. Oh my god, I saw a pussy cat creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. God damn it! Wow. Just wow. This is America, folks. Don't That's quit your right can- wing America. Not, you don't, not America. Don't 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 well. quit your Canadian day job. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh, he's okay. A, he's a Canadian Mountie. Nothing is. Nobody's going to mount him. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ain't going to happen. 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 I'm sorry. So um, uh, this is a this is a great piece of audio from earlier today. This is 15 seconds of Trump. Uh, he was uh, doing a. Um, um, huh. a, a pro kill babies. Um, uh, <laughs> for, judging from what he said here, I think he's saying, you know, this whole babies being born thing is just getting way out of hand and so it needs to change. <laughs> so, uh, this is, this is, this is Trump from earlier today. Right now in a number of States, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Whoa! <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. I've been I've been pushing uh, for the tenth month. He's, uh, he's, he's I think women should that. be pregnant an extra month. What do you guys think? Uh, I think that they that oh. no. I think that they're they're living rent free in their in, in his or hers mother's womb. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Pay rent. God damn it. Here's the thing. I'm a non-breeder. I never gave mm-hmm. birth. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything. Although I will speak on behalf of my friends who have had children. Yeah. By the time nine months comes around, they're like, "Guess what? You're out. You haven't paid rent. It's too yeah. tight in this place. You're mm-hmm. out. I'm evicting you." But yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess either he's pushing for an eight-month pregnancy or a ten-month. I'm not sure. He's. But nine months is out. When Bob gets on, I think we should ask Bob what his opinion is of this because he does have a very legitimate opinion about this. I, I would I know like in Pennsylvania a, they allow a, a possible ninth. explanation. In Pennsylvania, it is legal to have a birth in at the ninth month. Well, you know, <laughs> this is you know he just thinks you know women having babies is disgusting because you know that new uh, footage uh, was just re- uh, that new transcript with the Howard Stern show was just released, um, yes. or, uh, where he said he gave Melania a week to lose the baby weight after the birth of Baron, and that was shortly before he had the affair with uh, 
uh, Mandy Mounds or whatever her name was. Um, you know, so- if we could go back, can we go back to what he actually said? If anybody wants to go and look at the video, there were people behind him who were just nodding up and down. Like, yes, yes. Oh, yes. yeah. And, this, and the ABC video? had him, and then they showed the people there on the mall. Who, they were all like, yes. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was even listening to what he said. Earl, shut up. They're just like, and he's here nine for month births. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. more nine month births. So I, I kind of got a little. I, 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 I want to play that again, and then play a little clip that uh, that you uh, uh, turned me on to, Rain. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. Ninth. It is wrong. It has to change. You even know what you just said? <gasps> oh, great, Odin's Raven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Oh, yeah, that was a beauty. Rain, when you put that up in the chat, I, I almost fell off the chair. Do you even know what you just said? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, my theory is that Trump, Trump, you know, the, just that whole, because, you know, he got grossed out when uh, a lawyer had to pump breast milk in a completely other room. It was a disgusting thing she wanted to do. He was disgusted by Melania, gave her a week to lose baby weight. And uh, in uh, looking like he had, he was so disgusted with her, he went and cheated on uh, his wife with a woman that reminded him of his daughter and God. wanted to be spanked with a Forbes magazine with his face on it. Oh, Jesus. Did you guys hear that? Yes, it was his face. He was on, and they verified that at that time frame there was a Forbes magazine with his his fat yeah. face on it. Yeah. So, so this is this. Here, here we go. I, I just want to, I just want to let, uh, just lay out this case right now. So the Trump cult wants us to think that a man who cheats on his newly on his on his wife who just gave birth to their child with a, a woman with a, with a porn star that reminds him of his daughter and then spanks him with a magazine. That is the ideal alpha male, ladies and germs. It works for me. <laughs> I mean, what, what man doesn't want to be spanked with a magazine that had his face on it? It's like being spanked by yourself. Okay, I. I, This is this is this is just. Yeah, yeah. You're okay, Rain. (laughs) No, I'm not okay. (laughs) I'm not okay about any of this. This is all disgusting. (laughs) This isn't the way any of that works. (laughs) This is gross. It's disgusting. In Trump world, and I, I gotta tell you, man, Stormy Daniels. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's she might be the hero that we need. I she she I, took it for all of us. Really? Not for me. <laughs> Cuz I wasn't given any. <laughs> Believe me. Do you even know what you just said? <gasps> oh. Great Odin's raven. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of this. I don't want to hate Stormy Daniels. I don't. No, I mean, I look, really don't. the girl uh, it, it, had an opportunity like, to have an affair with the famous guy. Uh, fine. 
I, I have no problem with any of it, other than the hypocrisy well, of it all. Uh, you know, that's uh, what kills uh, the I, denials I and the hypocrisy. Of I have a, I have a guy. I have a problem morally with the notion that anybody would cheat on on uh, with someone, knowing mm -hmm. that you know they they have a little bait. Their their spouse has a little baby. Uh, you right. know. Yeah. I, I think what I was saying... I'm kind of there me, with let me, that. Let me reframe this. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't... It doesn't bother me. What, what I'm saying is is that whatever... It's a personal thing. I mean, as far as his presidency is concerned, as far as his political life is concerned, mm -hmm. this would have no, no bearing. No. You know, I felt the same way about Clinton. You know, it's between him and Hillary. Whatever he is, is their business. Yeah. It's not mine. But once as long again, as he didn't hurt the country, as long as he hurt other people. What bothers me about that is the hypocrisy. Yes. Yeah. And I think either I'm having a stroke or um, Skype is getting weird. up on me. Yeah. Go we, with Skype still with all the still, medical problems we have tonight. Let's. let's you're not still do coming. You're jokes. still coming through. Can you hear us? Okay. Oh, I think we see. lost him. We might, he might have dropped off, but yeah, yeah, he him. did. Oh no, he's back. I'm now. here. I'm back. There we go. Joe's I, right about the hypocrisy. Yeah. It's the I know. hypocrisy. I mean, yeah, it, I don't it, care about anybody's moral yeah. choices. I don't care. I, I mean, I may not agree with them, like you and you and Kenny. I agree with that. But what I'm saying is that's his moral choice. And if he wants to live like that, if that's the kind of scumbag he is, he cheats on his wife. It's not my business to moralize about mm -hmm. this guy. You know, but but what what kills me is that he presents himself as this this moral high ground person, and the religious right just follows him and doesn't care about any of this stuff. Well, this well, is where know, I mean, isn't this, adultery yeah. a sin just like abortion? This, yeah. Well, Mike Pence, if you're cling isn't to it the same? Christianity. If you're going to cling to Christianity, then yeah, you you need to cling to all of it. Exactly. It's like a, I go into a bake shop and I'm gay and I want a cake and you won't bake it because I'm gay, but you'll bake it for an adulterer. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. All right. <laughs> hang on. Mike Pence, his running mate, on his radio yeah. show, uh, and I wish I had this audio. I wish I had this audio. I'm going to have to find it again, but the, it exists out there where he just goes on this fucking holy roller high, uh, you know, you know. Just so offended about people who've been divorced and remarried, and it's terrible, and it's a sin, and why does it? And now you have him, that little beat face, white haired little boot licking lap dog, standing beside, <laughs> standing behind Trump every fucking turn, looking up like he's staring at a newborn baby eagle with a flag in its beak. You know, I mean, what the fuck? You know. I mean, it's so disgusting that what what gets me, it's not just the hypocrisy. It's the level of the hypocrisy. And that is all of these fucking fundamentalist asshole evangelicals that went after Bill and Hillary Clinton and tried to destroy mm. them for every little thing. And what did they get him on? They got him on an extramarital affair. That's what they got him on. But here's the thing. They got him on the word is. Yeah, but here's the thing is... 
again, we've never been the party of family values. We're not the ones who are like, you know, we're, we're okay. What you do in your bedroom and, you know, if you if you do this, I might not like it, but I'm not out there saying, you're going to burn in hell and not, you deserve to be, you shouldn't be in office for that. You know, I mean, we yeah. boot our own when they do shit like this. They don't. But the thing that drives me nuts is they want to impose their will on everybody else. But even, the you know, the excuses they make for this fucking shit clown you know the excuses he's he's an imperfect man we're all sinners he see he's seeking to be a better human being and we're just gonna go ahead and uh, lie to ourselves like that fuck you and the fucking holy high rolling horse he rode in on (laughs) see here's the thing and what you something you that was a righteous rant thank you ken but you know when you said we're gonna we want to impose our will and at this point, I swear to God, what is their will? Because they right now are excusing the president of the United States of America from having an affair with a, a woman who happened to make a living as a porn star. Yeah. She's still a woman, by the way. Okay. I just, Absolutely. I don't want to, I want to make sure that, you know, she's, she's who she is. What is their will? Because they're making excuses for people on their side of the aisle. And they will come after every damn one of us for the very same thing. Because we seem to have a different belief in what equality is. And what, you know, in everything that we stand for. I don't get what their will is anymore. I don't get what they stand for anymore. You have... Because it certainly isn't Christianity... You have people Jesus like Jesus never spoke Jesus never said don't have sex with a porn star. Yeah, in 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 another thing too is uh. you have a bunch of these fundamentalists like Brian Fisher um and uh oh god like oh what's that guy that fake historian Glenn Beck always had on his show. I don't remember, oh. but there's there's a few of them. There's there's a few fundamentalists out there um that are like we need to ban pornography. Well, how's your buddy in the White House going to get his rocks off, you freak? Yeah. What? Well, if you ban your... it, then all the all the all the all the stars would go to him. What's What's going to happen uh, the next time he impregnates his fourth wife? You know, if he's if he's not shooting oh, blanks. His sperm now. is dead. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I'm telling um, you, it's seventy one. It's dead. Yeah. So, but you know, regardless, if it were to happen. And he were to, you know, upgrade after Melania, probably, uh, man, I, I haven't heard a peep out of her over this. I haven't heard, you know, this is lies and false news from her, you know, I think she's okay with it. I think it's part of the deal. I really do. I don't think she's okay with it. I think she is, has had to sign papers saying she needs to be okay with it. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I, I, I just I, I just think it's part of the deal with him. I, I, I would concur that it probably is part of the deal, but it, it, this public humiliation she has to endure, um, you know, it, 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 again, at the hands of this shit clown, uh, I just, you know, I, I mean, that would break anybody. I, 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 unless money, unless money cures it all. Yeah, but here's some. the thing. Here's the thing. She, according to the book Fire and Fury... She didn't want to become first lady. And so far, everything out of Fire and Fury has turned out to be true. 
Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, Joe, when you say she probably expected this, I'm, it, there's a good possibility that she did. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I went through her Twitter feed a couple, last year, I went through all of it right from the beginning. Yeah. This is a woman who was very, very happy with her life. Yeah. It was a solitary sure. life with her son. She did not want, this is my opinion, I don't think she wanted to be a public figure. And so, you know, this affair, she probably isn't surprised by it. She probably bought into it. You can call her a gold digger. You can call her whatever you want. But it, it, I don't think that she bargained becoming first lady. And that no. is another reason why I think that Donald Trump is a narcissistic, selfish piece of tiny Cheeto shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just a little historical perspective from an old guy here. Back in the 70s. Jimmy Carter made a, a comment that he had committed adultery in his mind. I remember that. And they almost impeached him. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they crucified that guy. Yes. He may have made it during the campaign. I'm not sure, but or, or yeah. when he was president. But he made that, and they made such a big deal out of it. The Christian right was out of their minds. They said, oh, this guy's not fit to be president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, all yes. he was saying was is that he, he was saying that I'm an imperfect man and I have had impure thoughts. I never acted on them. I've always been faithful to, to Rosalind. But, you know, th- th- every man has these thoughts and, and, and as long as you don't act on them, I'm a Christian man and I'm, I, I, I seek forgiveness. And they yeah. put him through hell for that statement. And then, and then the same fucking people that put him through that elected a guy that said he's never sought forgiveness in his entire life because he didn't need to. Right. I hate you all, Trump cultists. Uh, anyway, we got to go to the break. Bobber's coming on with us, uh, but we'll uh, you know we'll probably do some retread. I got a bunch of audio left over from Tuesday. Everybody, remember to send it to myself. Um, and, uh, and, and we have, we have a new batshit, uh, Republican conspiracy theorist, uh, uh, from Pennsylvania. I don't know if, if he's, I, I, first time I've ever heard him. I don't know how long he's been in office, but, uh, we'll talk about him and, um, uh, the Alex Jones, I Jonesation of the party, uh, when we come back. So, uh, but yeah, and, uh, we'll get Bobber's thoughts on, uh, Trump saying that's it. Too many babies are being born. That's not cool. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heapin' helpin' of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now... 
on with the show. Why, you Nazi bastard! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Um, thank you, everybody, for sharing that address uh, on how to get in touch with Janet. I just opened Notepad so I can post it uh, again later so I don't lose my copied address because i typed it in from my phone earlier but anyway uh welcome back to the program uh joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania one electric city you are from i am but the name is david dennison oh that's <laughs> right david dennison i keep forgetting that so and mm-hmm. uh, of course uh, rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome back we're not shut down yet no no so uh, tr- uh bobber's shut down says his line was busy what (laughs) i don't know so uh i'll try adding them back in uh maybe it was just a a little skype kerfuffle um but uh yeah so uh we'll see if uh try number two gets him on there he is hi bobber welcome to the program (laughs) sir Howdy, howdy. Sorry about that. I, I always click the wrong icon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But anyway, ladies and germs, Bobber from uh, uh, Four Freedoms Blog, also in Washington, D.C., um, in the slightly warmer upstairs of the house. Um, yeah, I'm in the climate controlled section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. So uh, before my, 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 my guitars need climate control. Yeah, of course. There you go. Uh, and before we uh, get into things, I just want to know, um, you know, so uh, uh, what kind of seats did you get for the fake news awards uh, the other day? Um, we got the seat of our pants kind of seats. Yeah. So uh, I, I was unable to attend because it just so happens I was holding the fake president awards the same night. Um, oh. Guess who won? I missed that too. What, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, because my award said my award show was just as legit as his because all I did was type something on the internet. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, that that was all the fanfare. Unfortunately, Fox News didn't win any. Ah, uh, but I understand Putin donated the red carpet. Probably <laughs> they have lots of extra red carpet in the Kremlin. Um. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, by the way, there's a Putin video of him, like, doing a naked uh, ice bath or something. Yeah. Baptism yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, his man, boobs were, his man boobs were floating along the ice. Yeah. So, if you, 
save his life. <laughs> if you ever, if you need to lose any weight, just watch that. You won't be able to eat for a couple of days. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant this. <laughs> yeah, it'll be coming out both ends. Ooh, so, <laughs> uh, by the way, Putin is uh, Putin is six three two thirty nine. Oh, sure. Sure he is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when he has his uh, Tom Cruise patented platform shoes on. Um, so <laughs> hell, that little that little twerp needs fucking Gene Simmons boots. Uh, <laughs> uh, still set they wear under the uh, Uncle Sam thing in the parade. Uh, yeah, there you, you know, go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the ones they use for sheetrock on the uh all right so bobber uh we had an interesting uh facebook conversation with you um me uh our good friend lee uh lee again of course uh clinster and uh, my longtime uh pal on facebook justin um we're all musicians and we uh you and i have been threatening and uh, with lee <laughs> and and clint for the longest time to do a show where we do shop talk, gig talk, songwriting stuff, and just, you know, and whatnot. And finally, I, I had this really great conversation with Justin last night uh, about Ingve Malmsteen in a donut shop. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't know, don't worry. <laughs> You'll find out soon enough. But, yeah, so it, we, we uh, you know, had this discussion. I'm like, look, we've, we've been threatening to do this podcast for a while, a, sh- a special and, you know, and I rattled off your guys' names, and he's like, yeah, I'd love to do it. So I ran it past you guys, and now I'm going to start a group. And and I had this great idea. We do, like, maybe two-hour show special where we talk about, you know, again, gear, songwriting, gigs. And I thought it would be fun, too, to, like, maybe do our favorite gig that we ever did or, you know, cool run-ins with, uh, you know, people we really admire or, you know, uh, holy grails of music that, you know, um, were hard to track down back in the day, but finally are available in the digital age or th- things like that. So, and of course, you know, we'll talk about what guitars we have, what our rigs are, um, and all that stuff. So, uh, I think it sounds like a lot of fun, Bob. And again, we've been threatening to do it for, I don't know, five years now. I have, I have been yeah. keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> fortunately there's a certain keyboardist we won't have to invite. So, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> inside joke. Um, so, very, uh, must be very deep inside because uh, nobody's laughing. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say something off air. Uh, but uh, yeah. So anyway, anyway, we'll uh, it, it, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do that soon. We also have. Uh, I, I'm still. It's still in the works that I want to do my the the one hour podcast short form uh what i know about where again i'll have people on everybody who listens to the show everybody who's parts of any of the shows i'll do short interviews with people on a single topic you know like i said what i know about robots what i know about dracula what i know about bigfoot crazy stuff and you know other things too what i know about elvis i don't know just whatever i mean (laughs) whatever crazy topic comes up um, and, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll record a bunch at once and then I'll string them together. Kind of like NPR style, like I said, and also there's another secret project. Uh, we're not quite ready to make the announcement on, or are we rain? Should we wait until after maybe next Friday to, to say anything? I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't. No, I don't. 
You don't? So perhaps we, we're not ready to talk about it. Uh, don't you remember a certain co- yes. free conversation the other day? Yes, I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> you are really bad at keeping secrets, Kenny. <laughs> okay. All right. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, I know. God damn it. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! Shut up. Shut up! Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we're not ready to make the announcement. Uh, so anyway, uh, but Bobber, you, let me play you this audio and get your theory on this real quick. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month it is wrong it has to change (laughs) Uh, and of course you even know what you just said (gasps) oh great odin's raven yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah my my theory and this is my theory and and just my theory um (laughs) monty python reference there for anyone who got it um i got it (laughs) Only the old guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, is that either he misread or somebody typed it into the teleprompter wrong? But I think the word was supposed to be torn, not born. Oh. If you, if you put the word uh, torn in there, it, it, it makes sense based on everything else that he's saying. So. But the, <laughs> so you're saying. Torn he, from their mother's womb. So what you're saying, Bob, is that he'll read anything that's on a teleprompter yes yeah. <laughs> opens <laughs> like, and, and the fact that the, the, the thing is is okay well maybe that's what happened but <laughs> he didn't stop he didn't correct himself he didn't say wait a minute that doesn't sound right well no. the show is kept going. You, you, you never go back and correct yourself you just keep the show going you know, yeah. if you're on Broadway, so the toilet apparently. So the le- the lessons the lessons learned this week is Trump will read anything that's on a teleprompter and he'll eat anything that's delivered by a drone. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll read anything. Yeah. yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Like if they if somebody wrote on the teleprompter. Fuck you, evangelists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that uh that would be great. That would be great. Um because you know, I, I don't think he has like instant rewind like all of us do. Cause we correct ourselves a- as we go along. Because I say things wrong all the time. And I'm like, well, okay, let me no. Let me rephrase that. I never say things wrong all the time. i do i I think that bob is right on this one when he said that i was like oh i think you're on to something you're on to something but uh you know what i I really think uh i think he he done messed around with god's america don't mess around god's america do you even know what you just said (gasps) oh great odin's raven yeah <laughs> just keeps expanding out the sound clips are all just coming together so we elected anchorman yeah ron ron burgundy with bad hair we did we really ron, did. ron mango we elected, yeah we elected ron burgundy oh uh, yeah um, well that was a great clip there right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man! Do you even know what you just said? <gasps> oh, great 
Odin's Raven. And I just love that I have more Fred Willard in my box. Hey, what happened? And I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, oh, Fred. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, the, the the phone lines are open, 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN, the number one, goo. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> And uh, please, no reading from teleprompters when you call into the show, or else you might be like Trump. Uh, but uh, I, I want to get to, um, uh, well, let me see if I've got my my Fox News uh, thing here. Because thank God for Fox News. Um, uh, hang on. Oh, damn it. Why can't my fingers think for my brain? Uh, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, <laughs> Thank God for Fox News. All right. Thank God for Fox News because they have unleashed upon the world uh, the Tucker Carlson program. And I do not feature much Tucker Carlson on the show because Tucker Carlson is A, a white nationalist. B, uh, has a direct feed to Alex Jones, and uh, he is the Alex Jonesification of Fox News, and by default, the Republican Party, as what you're going to hear in this clip. I've never heard of this guy, Joe, but he's from your great commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Representative Scott Perry. You familiar um, with him? No. 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 Well, he's decided to um, uh, make him uh, make a very uh, credible, credible, credible argument. <laughs> uh, yes, credible, credible. And he did a Google church. Don't do a Google church to become so credible. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> that must have been last day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. You know, uh, everybody was all over the uh, uh, the intertubes uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, um, so listen to what this sick fucker said on Tucker Carlson's show uh, regarding the um, the Trump loving uh, white male cowardly butcher in Las Vegas. Uh, the NRA poster boy who gunned down that, that concert crowd from his sa the safe distance of his hotel room to, you know, inflict, ma you know, uh, maximum damage. Listen to what this sick bastard said. Um, and my, my Twitter's blowing up. Let me see what's going on here. Listen to this clip. Congressman, you're the only member of Congress I'm aware of who's taken a public position asking questions about this. What are your questions? Well, uh, I smell a rat like a lot of Americans do. Nothing's adding up. It's been four months as you said. We don't even, the man's dead. They said he's a lone gunman, lone shooter, yet we can't get the autopsy results. But even more troubling than that, recently I've been made aware of what I believe to be credible evidence, credible, credible information regarding potential credible. terrorist infiltration through the southern border regarding this incident. Credible terrorist yes, sir. connections. Yes, sir. Okay, so what's the outline of that? What would that... Well, they could be, well, let's, let's face it, ISIS twice before the attack. ISIS warned the United States that they would attack Las Vegas, by, I think, in June and August. And then after the attack, claim responsibility four times. Meanwhile, the local law enforcement investigative services are telling us there is no terrorist connection, lone gunman. Something, again, something's not adding. Well, that's part of Yeah, okay, yeah, very, uh, that's very... Uh Credible... Uh, indeed, because 
the, you know what that mirrors rain that mirrors what that reports uh the there that study that the white house is trying to use to say look look at the terrorists coming across the southern border it's isis it's isis coming across That's the southern what I border am i missing that yeah but it and and he said there's been reports of them isis crossing the southern border wanting to yeah all those isis members coming over at the border from mexico yeah (laughs) well you know that's the most direct route really if you think about it um because you know except for the boat except for uh, yeah except for all of it it's it's the most (laughs) for all of it (laughs) the most direct way just go to a google church go to a google church very credible credible yeah um Jesus, God. these people are oh, going yeah. to be the death of me. I think I, I think there was more to that rumor, too. I think they snuck the uh, terrorists in over the border in their uh, calves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, those were... Those I, yeah. calves. Do you mean that calves. they were hiding them inside of cantaloupes? In their calves. Uh, well, you know, there's... The, you know, well, what maybe. else you can do with those? You calves know. the size of cantaloupes. Very credible. credible. Very credible. Just go do so a go do a Google search. Really small. Uh, I hate can, these people so much. They can much. curl up. They can curl up like a little potato bug. <laughs> <laughs> Hide themselves into a cantaloupe and then get inserted into a calf of a Mexican mm-hmm. who then they, goes through Mexico City and eats lots of paella. They walks across the river, and here we are. <laughs> Boom! ISIS Boom. in America. Yes, oh. it's that simple. It makes sense, right? It's, it's, I the, think e- so. it's the easiest Credible. way to get the drugs across. Yes, and if you cross them with, with lizards and stuff. Oh, so credible! Yeah, then, so, then they can just so credible. They can swim through the water, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah credible. I think. You know what? We are the best counterintelligence show ever. Now we figured this out. Uh, we got it. Yeah, and of course that brings us to. Blazer Incredible. Yeah, it's very, very credible. Credible. Uh, so anyway, God damn these people. So, so yeah, so that is the Alex Jonesification of Fox News and the Republican Party, my friends, because that is the shit Alex Jones talks about on his show every mother-loving day. That, that's, I mentioned it earlier in the show, the, you know, the, oh, look at this, this Nike soccer shirt or something. I don't even know what it was. There was some kind of fucking soccer shirt that somebody found in the weeds and was like, it's a Muslim prayer rug! and it's a fucking sports shirt oh yeah that that was i talked about that for weeks and weeks on this show um and you know and that's where all this shit stems from is these fake stories and you know everybody's like looky it's a muslim prayer rug oh my god muslims are praying on the southern border (laughs) i hate these people so much let me see if I can find that story. Um, Jesus Christ! It's yeah. So uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ weeps. That's what uh, I wanted to say. 
Uh, so I'm just going to do a, a, a Muslim prayer rug shirt. I'm sure that will bring it up. Uh, yes. Breitbart is sure that this Adidas shirt is an Islamo Mexican terror rug. There you go. From Gawker, uh, from, uh, uh, you know, so, so Breitbart was, was the one, uh, I'll post the, uh, I'll post the, the link in the chat. So everybody can go look at the picture. I use that for a tile image for my show, um, uh, back in the day, but there's, there's the link. You can go look at it and they're like, it's a Muslim prayer rug. Even if it was a Muslim prayer rug, what does that even fucking mean? You know, I'll it tell you what. It doesn't look like a rug. No, it doesn't. What, you know, that's what Muslims do. They they carry a prayer rug and then they just leave it behind once they've used it. Sure. They're dis- they're disposable. They come on yeah. a roll. You know? It's like Christians you. throw their crucifixes <laughs> and Bibles all over the ground, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't. Everybody knows you can't reuse a, a prayer rug. Yeah. Uh, wait, m- meow right. people. Dry clean Wait, only. Who's got a birthday? Oh, Joey. Joey's birthday uh, is... Uh, and Francie's Sunday. mother. Francie's mother. Francie's mom. Oh, right. good. I'm good. taking lists. Okay. I'm checking it twice. Gonna find out so who has jo- Muslim prayer Wait rugs. Wait a second. Was it Joey? Joey? Joey and uh, uh, Francie's mom. Francie's mom. I've got Francie's another one, mom. too. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. So uh, anyway, that was a lot of fun, guys. We should we should go ahead and uh, let's definitely we want people calling uh, calling in next segment, and then uh, in the last hour I'll go through some of my news leftovers. Uh, I'll try and get a couple Mad Libs queued up for everybody. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, run to the Green News report. Came out yesterday. Oh, uh, of well, course. that was nice so, of them. Yeah, they're good at this. So, uh, but yeah, so, and thank you again, Bobber, for, uh, being on a call for Mr. Mueller while he is, uh, taking care of business. Appreciate it very much. Sure. Yeah. No so, uh, my I'm going to go get my Adidas prayer rug out of the dryer. Uh, so <laughs> 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 I want a Nike prayer rug. I want to pray to the goddess Nike. Uh, so uh, just uh, do it, do it, do it, <laughs> just do it. Adidas was a god too. Uh, was he? I didn't know that. I think the the, the yes. uppity prayer rugs are the Lacoste. Okay, you really? know we're gonna we're gonna go down that road. Speaking, speaking Adidas of, was a god, so was speaking Nike. Of, I think so it was, was, one so was, was Roman and one was Greek. Speaking so of was Lacoste, uh, uh, I didn't Lacoste is a little alligator on it. Oh yeah, oh, dear God. Speaking yeah. of speaking of uppity, I had a friend who lived in Germany for a really long time, and he would refer to Adidas as Adidas, and I'm like, oh no, you didn't say Adidas instead of Adidas, did you? Do you, do you want an Appy Play or a Benene for a snack? So, <laughs> <laughs> I used to mock him re- relentlessly for that. Here's your Appy Play. <laughs> Well, that's uh, why you don't pronounce it Nike. It's Nikai. Uh, yeah, Nikai, yes. Nikai. Uh, and, uh, uh, but, you know. Uh, gods. I, I, I didn't know. I, I believe you. Nikai. I believe you. Do you, you that sounds very credible. Credible. To me. Uh, to me. So, uh, Adidas, credible. <laughs> All right. Green News Report coming up. We'll be right back, you, you goofy nerds. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. 
Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Thursday, January 18, 2018. It's already been called one of the worst oil ship disasters in decades. Damaged and burning Iranian oil tanker sinks off the coast of China. We're now seeing virtually no males being born. Warmer temperatures at the Great Barrier Reef causing sea turtles to be born female. New study warns ocean dead zones are dramatically expanding. Plus, my greatest hope is making sure that Ford is at the forefront of all that. So we're around another 114 years. Big shift at the Detroit Auto Show as Ford goes all in on electric vehicles. All of those big shifts and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I mean, I think okay, President I Trump should take um, credit for solving global warming. Yeah. And look at how cold it is. That's a, just another accomplishment. Oh, Fox News, don't ever change. Don't worry, they never will. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I guess we have to start with the bad news in the East China Sea. Yes, unfortunately, that large Iranian oil tanker that's been ablaze for more than a week after it collided with another ship in the East China Sea has now sunk, leaving miles-long flaming oil slicks. The tanker's crew did not survive. AP reports that Chinese divers will try to pump out the sunken ship's fuel tanks before leaks can contaminate the seabed, but unfortunately, the tank cargo of extremely toxic oil condensate will likely leave a poisonous plume in the water. And this is not a regular oil spill. This is condensate. You can't see it. It's not visible. And it's incredibly toxic? Yes, it's impossible to clean up and it is poisonous. So it's just going to be burning and killing things for quite some time. Yes, it is. Great. And human impacts on the ocean are increasing. A new study concludes that coral bleaching, once exceedingly rare, is now occurring every five to six years, giving coral reefs no time to recover between bleaching events. Bleaching is caused by high ocean temperatures, which in turn are caused by man-made global warming. And is a better way to describe bleaching uh, killing? Just this coral just dies? Coral bleaching is a severely stressed reef. It can still recover, but it takes about 10 years. This gives them no time at all. Gotcha. And a separate study finds that dead zones in the ocean are spreading. Dead zones are areas with zero oxygen in which marine life can't survive and are caused by fertilizer and sewage runoff and global warming because warm waters hold less oxygen. Dead zones have now quadrupled in size since 1950, while the number of sites with very low oxygen near the coasts have multiplied tenfold. The researchers show, however, that pilot projects in Britain that reduce Reduced runoff through improved farming and sewage practices showed that coastal dead zones are reversible. 
But not here in the U.S., where Donald Trump is trying to reverse the waters of the U.S. Act in order to, I guess, increase farm runoff again? That's probably what will happen. Well, you know, you got to overturn those Obama regulations no matter what. Scientists say that rising temperatures at Australia's Great Barrier Reef are causing more green turtles to be born female. The gender of green sea turtles is determined by the temperature of the sand where the eggs are incubating, and the researchers say that of the hundreds of thousands of green sea turtles they studied on the northern part of the reef, 99% were female. Mm. And that has serious implications for the species, according to Dermot O'Gorney, head of the World Wildlife Fund in Australia. We're now seeing on those northern beaches virtually no males being born, uh, all females. And that really rings alarm bells for the long-term survival of those northern uh, green turtle populations. Yeah, I'd say it rings alarm bell for the short-term survival of those turtles. Finally, a seismic shift at the Detroit International Auto Show underway in Michigan. While self-driving cars are getting all the attention, Ford Motor Company announced that it is doubling its investment in electric cars, investing $11 billion to bring 40 electrified models to market in four years. Global demand for electric cars is projected to rise rapidly, especially in China. China and Europe, where governments have set deadlines to phase out conventional gasoline and diesel engines. Ford Chairman Bill Ford says it's the smart move if you want to stay in business. You know, we've been in business 114 years. There have been tremendous shifts over those years. And my uh, greatest hope is, and my, and my greatest focus, is making sure that Ford is at the forefront of all that. So we're on another 114 years. So 40 electrified Ford models coming soon? By 2022. Well, I think we've long warned everyone, it's time to get rid of those internal combustion engines. Just saying, sell them while you can. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Credible. Yes. Do you even know what you just said? <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. Yes. That's, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, joining us uh, as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep I'm, calling I'm, you by the wrong name. Is it what? Uh, Daryl David Den- Dennison. David. Uh, I thought it was Daryl Donaldson. 
Daryl anything. <laughs> Peggy Peggy Peterson. Yes. Uh, Dolores Dumplings. Uh, so, <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, sitting in for P.S. Mueller uh, for the remainder of the program, uh, the one and only Bobber in D.C. Of course, so we'll cue up another uh, Bobber song at the bottom of uh, the next hour for everyone's enjoyment. Uh, but yeah, so Bobber, and thank you very much for letting us use your music on the show. It's my pleasure. I'm glad somebody gets a chance to listen to it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd just be, you know, playing by, playing with myself here in the in the room. You know, nobody wants that. Really, I will play with you anytime. See, and she's a credible source. Credible. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, are you ready to give some shout-outs and birthday bonus to everybody? I am ready for the boners and the shout-outs. All right. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits yes oh we got some Joni ernst audio in a little biscuit. bit yeah oh Not- we do yay because yeah. i love biscuits leftover biscuits everybody you know any biscuits for sale in there there is <laughs> there is nothing better than leftover biscuits ah <laughs> Well, I don't know. Uh, I had some leftover so, cheesy rice today. It was very good. How about the so, le- leftover porn stars? Does that work? Oh, mm-hmm. now. So. Oh. No, that, that's a working woman. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. He, he, hear the word cheese. Uh, I, I just said cheesy rice myself. All right. I but, don't know what to make of you, but let's get to the most important thing. <laughs> I just I need room. to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. There you go. <laughs> anyway, we'll discuss this after the should... name calling people. I, I have an idea. Maybe we should Jesus. play the the sexy porn music while you say the names. <laughs> no, goddamn. We're not going to break with tradition. Okay, I'm sorry. Because in the future we can thought. talk about this I, in the I'm, production I'm chat. I'm afraid of I change. Them like I'm, I'm listening of... to porn. I I'm could af- do that. I'm afraid oh, of no. change. Uh, <laughs> anyway, where were we? talking about the people in the chat so tonight we have adam hebert we have bobber dc we have Brokehammer, we have clinster we have Cy guy dc we have francie we have jake collie we have cat we have kenny pick we have ken senior hello dad we have cool black dude we have living on long island we have marnus hello joe you are not in my basement tonight i'm john Barron. yeah that's why you're not in my basement that's right yeah. Anyway, we'll talk later. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy in Durwood. We have Scooter Cans. We have Theo. We have Tim Carmel. And we have Trojan Rabbit. Very nice. I think we got everybody, right? Yeah. Yes. I think so. Oh, oh, oh okay. And the dogs. So that, Don't forget the dogs. That protest right there. That protest right there. Is is shut up, you <laughs> oh. Is that a dog protest going on? Well, I, I think I think are, because are they complaining uh, about rough conditions? 
they're assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Rough conditions. So tonight we have some birthday boners. Yes. We have cool black dude, Joey. Sunday. Happy birthday, Joey. We have Francie's mom. Happy birthday, Francie's mom. Fran. Jody Hamilton, friend of the network, was yesterday. We got to talk to him. We have Sandy and Derwood's niece, Lindsay, who is turning 37 today. And I would like to say that tomorrow is Roy's Gotcha Day. Roy's Gotcha Day. Oh, oh, oh. Roy is our third English setter that we picked up last year during what some call the inauguration, what we call Roy's Gotcha Day. All I could think of was Roy Moore sneaking up on a teenager in the mall and saying, gotcha. I was like, what? Our Roy. Our little Roy boy. Our third third setter. Gotcha. So we have a lot of birthdays. Joe, uh, Francie's mom, Jody Hamilton, Sandy's niece, Lindsay, and Roy. Yeah. So here it is. The good Banner, boy. Take it away. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! You know, I, 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 nothing against Stephanie Miller at all. I love Stephanie Miller, but I'm so glad I never gave away the birthday boner to Stephanie. Because, yeah. you know, I gave away a lot of my stuff because I was tempted. I was tempted. And I think I might even send it in one day to Chris when he was still there and he didn't do anything with it. The only time I think it ever aired on Stephanie Miller's airwaves is I did that um, The Right Wing Can Sing um jingle i don't know if you guys remember that it was a it was a little comedy bit i did do you guys remember that i don't i don't oh okay uh let me find <laughs> it uh right wing sing the right wing can sing from republico records yeah this is uh this is a bit i did back in the day this is this is pretty fun Red Elephant Records presents The Right Wing Can Sing, a spectacular collection of hits as performed by the original artists, featuring Herman Cain's classic reimagining of John Lennon's Imagine. Imagine there's no pizza. John Ashcroft's legendary performance of Let the Eagle Soar. Let the Eagle Soar. Like she's, like she's never, never so courageous a cappella version of America the Beautiful. Above the fruited plain. And for those very special occasions, you won't want to miss out on the birthday book. John Boehner's birthday greeting. Hey! Your birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Hey! But wait, there's more. As a bonus, we'll include Fox News Can Sing with the gangster rap stylings of Peter Johnson. And the latest smash single from Fox News, Eric Bowling's Gasoline Blues. 
I woke up this morning and turned on the news. Gasoline was up again. I got the blues. Also included in this collection is Judge Andrew Napolitano, Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally! The Right Wing Can Sing. Available now on 8-Track Cassette, exclusively at Revco. The only one who didn't sing on that, that was not Judge Andrew Napolitano singing Mustang Sally. It's a guy who kind of looked like him in the TV show Extras that Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant did. Uh, and they're like, sing Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally! You know? And I was like, I could just see Napolitano doing that. But yeah, so that's that's the only time that ever played on uh, the, the airwaves over it. But, you know, I'm thinking I need... Uh, I need to do an update of that, everybody, because, you know, we just found out um, about a, a great new uh, song by a right winger. And, and Bobber, I'm not sure if uh, if you heard that or not, but it was just a, just a, 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 almost a spiritual experience. I thought I saw a pussy cat. 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 I thought I saw a pussy cat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah. I wanted that to continue. I think a part of me just died inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought I saw her a pussy cat. I thought I saw her a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. A creeping up on me. I'm going to cry. I didn't miss part of that because where the fuck is that from? <laughs> Mark Stein, Mark Stein, a Fox News contributor and Rush Limbaugh fill-in, did an album called like swinging jazzy tunes for swinging cats or uh, apparently he's a cat lover jazz ken i, I tell yeah. you it sounds like missing you from uh what's his face T- uh wait uh wait what was his oh, name uh, tom wait uh, tom I, no 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 uh john wait yeah from the babies the lesser weights well the just a different weight <laughs> oh now come on i love this he did some great songs. Seriously, that that music, I, I that it was music, the beginning of every step you take. Every, yeah, that's what it, it that's sounded what like. I thought it was. I that's immediately I thought, thought, I thought the police I when I heard it. Songs, I mean, they're, they're very similar at the, the opening yeah. of the songs. You, we can put them next to each other. We should oh, at some point. But that 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 quote unquote music makes me want to cry like Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Are you sure that isn't King Kong? Uh, <laughs> might have been. Uh, oh, oh no, this is the, the porn damn. porn star King King Dong. King Dong. Uh, unlike uh, Trump's porn name, which is Short Dong Silver, right? We established <laughs> yes. that the other day. No, I thought it was what was what was the name, Joe? What? King Dong. No, the uh, name that you keep saying. Oh, oh, David Dennison. D- I think that's. I really do think that's Trump's porn name. <clears throat> Delbert David. Dickerson. Well, it, it was. It was the name they used <laughs> in the. What's yeah. the Hickory Dickory Trump? <laughs> I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis, I think, is what the name was. Uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, our world. Daniel Lay Dewis. 
<laughs> God, this needs to stop. God damn it! All right. Uh. <clears throat> so, yeah, if you want to call in, the number to call is 330-536-1466. You see how serious we're taking this shit. Add your two bits. He's calling. So. <laughs> we'll make more porn jokes. Uh... uh. Well, let's see what audio I have. Uh, oh, I have something fun for everybody. Uh, I want to. This is something I want to do from time to time: is turn people on to different YouTube channels I subscribe to. And uh, there's a this great Australian guy uh, that goes by the name of Mister Sunday Movies, and he did this uh, uh, movie theater etiquette uh, video. That, uh, it, I mean, and you'll understand why I love him when you when you hear him talk. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mr. Sunday movies is the YouTube channel and here's some advice on theater etiquette, everybody. I'd like to now go through a list of my personal guidelines that I think would make everyone's movie going experience better. And look, I'm not a rules guy. Do what you want. What the hell do I care? But if what you're doing in any scenario, even outside of the cinema, encroaches on others in a negative way, guess what? You're an asshole. Rule number one, shut up. Now, I'm okay with talking during the ads or even the trailers. They're all online now anyway. I, I understand it. It's, it's fine. But the second any kind of movie studio logo pops up, shut your mouth. No words need to come out of your face at any point. Because you know what? No one gives a shit what you think. And if you don't understand <laughs> the movie and need clarification, too bad. Figure it out via context, wait to see how it plays out, or read the Wikipedia synopsis on your phone in the foyer. So rule one, in summary, shut up. Shut your mouth. No one cares. You have no insight or anything of interest or amusement to add to the theater-going experience. Because remember, this isn't your living room. Everyone here isn't your friend. Shut up! Rule number two, turn off your phone. Or put it on silent. Whatever, it doesn't matter, but keep it in your pocket. You need to remember, you're in a mostly darkened room. And every time you check your messages, even if you've got the brightness right down, it's like holding up one of those old-timey lanterns. And if you do have an important call or text or tweet, I guess, that you need to make... Take it outside. And I shouldn't have to say this next thing, considering it's common fucking sense, but don't answer your phone. I'm not encouraging physical violence, and I'm not suggesting anyone should do this, but if someone behind you slaps you on the back of your stupid lit up head because you've answered your phone, you had it coming. Knock it <laughs> off. There you go. Isn't that some righteous anger about movie theater etiquette? Oh, I yeah. I can't disagree with any of that. Oh no! Yeah, I'm so there. no. Yeah, he and was. Also, it, if you're bringing your kids to the movies, don't, don't let them kick the back of my chair. Oh, see, damn you, kids, get off my lawn! But damn. no, you're get you're right. Yeah, so it, he actually does in the second part. He he addresses children at the theater too. Um, so here's, <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, Mr. Sunday movies, subscribe to him on YouTube. Uh, I'll put the, uh, the link to his YouTube channel in the, uh, in the show notes. Uh, cause this is the first time I'm doing this, but yeah, Mr. Sunday movies. And they, he also does this great series for fans of old school video games and even TV shows and cartoons and stuff called caravan of garbage, where they review like an, a horrible video game that's impossible to play. I think the ET movie uh, video game might have been on that, but um, but yeah. So here's a uh, here's part two, Mister Sunday Movies. Uh, a few short rules for going to the movie theater. Next up, now this one I'm not really bothered with. It just just baffles me. Why would you clap when the movie finished? Who are you clapping to? <laughs> Odds are no one involved in the filmmaking process is in the cinema. And even if they are, you probably wouldn't know that. And if you do know, go up to them and say, "Hey, good job, great grip work." 
whatever that is. But let's say you're watching Captain America Civil War and then J.J. Abrams comes out at the end. Don't clap. You didn't make that movie unless you say beforehand, I'm clapping to acknowledge some of the previous entries in your filmography. I really liked the one about the train monster. Otherwise, <laughs> leave the cinema. You don't have to shut up, but shut up a little. Keep it down. Even though the movie's over, no one cares what you think. Okay. Sit in your own goddamn seat. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of allocated seating, but I've come to appreciate that it's sometimes a necessity, especially when you're pre-booking. I'm sure, though, we've all had a scenario where you come in and someone's in your seat. Then you say, hey, you're in my seat, and maybe they move. Great. But sometimes you get one of two responses. A. Oh, no, the cinema isn't full, so what's the big deal? No, the cinema isn't full yet. But odds are, I'll sit somewhere else, and then suddenly, I've got someone asking me to move, and now I'm you. So get out of my seat. Or B. Well, there's someone who's sitting in my seat. That's not my problem. Bloody step up and ask them to move, because again, if I take someone else's seat, the situation perpetuates, and it's just a whole lot of cowards sitting in other people's seats. So move. And also shut up. You have a coward's heart. Okay, last thing. Kids. You know what? Kids are fine. I have no problem with kids. Most of the time, if you go to see a Toy Story or an Alvin and the Chipmunks for some reason, what's wrong with you? You've got to expect the kids are going to talk, ask questions, laugh, stand up, walk around, all that kind of stuff. That's what kids do. And that's fine. But if you're a kid who's edging closer and closer to being a teenager, rule number one kicks in. Shut up. No one cares what you think, especially because you're a teenager and teenagers have nothing of value to say. Nah, I'm kidding, teenagers. You're fine. But seriously, shut up. Okay, that's it. So, there you go. <laughs> hey. Francie's on the call, all, all everybody. Stuff I agree with. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Francie. I'm sorry, Bob. I clap at the end of some movies. I've done that like a total of two times. Uh, but the rest of it, yeah, on yeah. board. Good stuff. Yeah, so there's mi- a theater, a couple theaters near us that have reserved seating. They got mm-hmm. those like those lounge chairs. Sure, that, sure. You know, you can stretch back in and and just it's like an easy chair, and it's all reserved seating, and I love that. We we have theaters yeah. with like sleeping bags and full beds. <laughs> I'm kidding. Francie, <laughs> uh, Francie, Francie. <laughs> she's just gonna play with her box on the show is she playing with her box again she is she is francy hello this thing on yes it is what do you think of mr sunday movies francy your fan you could you could use your words too all right very good when he's clap he's awesome I Don't, love that guy. Yeah. Shut the hell up! Shut up! <laughs> Nobody cares! Nobody cares! Uh, oh, I can't he, stand that when you're yeah. at the movies and the people talk through the whole goddamn thing. Shut you know, up! You know, I, I almost said something when I went to see the, the newest Star Wars movie the other day, and I'm going to give a, ca- a caveat to, to everything he just said there. So I went to see the new Star Wars movie, and uh, the row in front of us there were two guys and one of them was talking a lot and it mm-hmm. took me a minute. It took me a minute to realize that the guy who was talking a lot, uh, had a learning disability. So mm-hmm. if you are in a theater and there's somebody there with a learning disability and you feel like telling them to shut up, you shut up. 
Right. Sit down, deal with it. Your life but is not going to be affected by him saying a couple little things. So there, anyway, there are special. There are movies though, because my kids, you know, can't go, couldn't go to the theaters, you know, because they would do whatever they did, you know, on autism. But they would have screenings for people, you know, my kids like that, and they could do, you know, they can fidget, and some of them ran up into, oh god. Ran up and down the aisles and sure, well, or whatever the hell they did, and you know it was like that's what we did. Yeah, well, this is this was an adult with a a, a learning disability, so you right, know. All right, okay. You know, so. but I mean, with my kids, I tried my best to consider other people. You know. Well, and you right. shouldn't have even had to do that, but that that just goes to show but what a what a compassionate me, you know? person. I didn't want my yeah. kids to be. I ne- I couldn't stand like we'd be out somewhere, mm-hmm. and one of my kids would have a meltdown and get the filthy looks from people, and you know I wasn't. We weren't going to explain to everybody the child can't help it. Sure. Uh, so uh, not you, a brat. In in reality, you know? you're you're more more protecting your kids than anything at that right. point, right? Right. But then so. we le- we learned soon enough that a lot of places were too overwhelming for them. Mm-hmm. It was too much for them. Never mind, you know, the patrons and everyone else around. Yeah, it was bugging them. So then our decision was easy. Yeah, and and you don't <laughs> want to be in that position where some ignorant hilljack comes up to you and says something insufferably cruel, and you know, right, and scars one of your kids. You know that that's you know. So, so well, it's, it's a family it's, member did that, so we're good. Oh well, <laughs> sounds like a real penis move. Sounds like a real penis. Don't say penis yeah. in this house. There you go. Um, but you know, Francie, I, I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> I think I yes, I think I hear what you're saying. That your kids, they they sound a little bit like my nephew. Uh huh. Who he's a special kid. He's Aspergery. I'm not saying right. that your kids are, but no, they are. That's fine. No, they are. It's, it's. I'm fine now. But back in years ago, when they were growing up, and we were learning as they were learning, because with my daughter especially, we didn't know much. Yeah. So yeah. we were learning along with the child. Um, a lot of stuff bothered me. <laughs> I mean, sure. I had a very thin skin, and I'm. Um, in case you don't know me, I could be. <laughs> I could be brutal. <laughs> She can. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I'm on your can, good side because I, I don't. Can, I can be really brutal. I could be the grizzly bear mom. No problem. Yeah. I've been that a few times when, well, especially and... when I was at my end with the with somebody's bullshit. I would just get up in their face, you know, and say, well, "No." <laughs> well, in my yeah. experience with with moms in general who are of the the left leaning persuasion, it, it is that you are simultaneously, uh, you know iron skinned and you know paper you know crepe paper skinned at the same time but you need to know what you know where to let things land you know it's like you you, you're that's that's exactly right i knew when to put the armor on yeah and bring out the mace and bring out the the fists with the with uh the what do you call it the brass knuckles on and then i knew when to just fall apart and crumple in a ball Sure. Yeah, I learned. To, this is why I love Francie. But yeah. you don't want to see the woman with the brass knuckles and the brass balls <laughs> and all that. You don't even ever want to see that woman. I know, she because kids... Is a, a, you know. a creature to behold. 
My husband never wants to see that. Yeah. Too much. Yes. <laughs> Not so much anymore as I gotten older, but you know when the when the kids were growing up. No, and, I'm just saying people, when the people it's are jerks. It's too much from people who deserve it. That's what they would say. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are jerks, and now with um super jerk off penis head in the <laughs> White House that he's Don't turning into penis penis in this house. Um, all bets are off with anybody who's <clears throat> different with that jackass yeah. because he made fun of somebody who's different. He, he sure did. I mean, fancy. He, he made fun of somebody. He's a. Oh, he's he's a not biting my tongue. Yeah. He's a bad person. He's a shit clown. I know we have to go to break soon, but I want to tell you yeah. something, Francis. We'll go a little long. My it's sister, fun. many, many, many years ago, long before she had her second son. No, it was after she had her second son. He was he was pretty much an infant. Mm-hmm. We were shopping. We were shopping, and there was a kid who was having a meltdown in a JCPenney when I was up in New York. And I mm-hmm. looked at the kid, and I was like, I, I really did. I said, Jesus, that woman needs to get that kid in order. Mm-hmm. And my sister said to me, you know what, Rainy? He could be Aspergery. And I want to make this clear. At that point, my nephew was an infant. Mm-hmm. And I thought about what my sister said. And I realized, yeah, I probably should shut my mouth up about some of this stuff. And yeah. and seven years later, my sister found out that her infant son was mm-hmm. Asperger. On the spectrum, he's, he's, yeah. He's on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. My sister said that without even knowing that about her own son. Uh, oh. Yeah, but but then there are children like go to, go to any Walmart yes. that are not on any spectrum that need some um, discipline. There yes, are bra- yes. I mean there are bratty and you know what my kids could be brats. Please don't let me paint them as perfect children. They know oh. how to play. That, they knew how to play that game too. Every so every I had kid the knows that. Duty yeah. of separating is this like being a bratty kid or is this. You know the other thing. Sure. And a lot yeah. of times was bratty kid. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah, sure. There's, there's really, more than one really reason good. I don't go to Walmart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> many, many. I mean, oh. all you got to do, you don't ever have to go to Walmart. There's YouTube. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hey. Talk about YouTube. Hey, one reason uh, I don't go is spandex. Oh. Yeah. The, well. <laughs> Where? Well, you don't go to Walmart in the summer. Let's just. Oh. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, that would also make me cry like Harvey Keitel. What is that from? <laughs> I think it's from Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> so. Oh my God. It, that's, it doesn't even sound like Harvey Keitel. It's yeah. like a Jurassic Park baby dinosaur. Well, it sounds like, what the hell is what that sound? <laughs> is that a harvey That's keitel awful. is that a harvey keitel crying in the piano b harvey keitel crying in a uh, bad lieutenant c harvey keitel crying in taxi driver or d yeah. jeff sessions Jurassic blah blah Park, blah baby <laughs> <Harvey> <laughs> d. Uh, again walmart yeah. the film <laughs> walmart, walmart the film <laughs> Walmart the film now featuring Mark Stein's new album. Oh, no. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Sorry, I don't like it. Yeah. So, oh, no. Uh, no. It's <laughs> All right. Well, Francie, we ran a little bit long. But we really appreciate you calling, and that thank you for sharing that with us. That was that was kind of. Oh, I'm, I'm kinda, happy to share now because yeah. you know, I can, I go on different websites and support groups, and and now I'm in a place that I can kind of help other people, you know, way through yeah. some of this stuff that because a lot of things are similar that that all of these kids you know kind of go through. It's it's amazing, you know, yeah. these similar little patterns and all like the yeah. patterns. In the patterns in the sky. Like yeah, when you lay or, on the ground the, and you look up at the sky and you say, what's that cloud? Or the pattern of how Donald Ooh. Trump combs that horrible quaff of hair he has. Um, oh, God, no. <laughs> That's a nightmare. So, this quaff, <laughs> Anyways, it, it, on that did I use, did I use quaff right? Did, I'm sorry. That was so, horrible. I don't know. Uh, good night, Dave Davidson, wherever you are. Um, my other name is Fran Frankenson. Uh, oh, perhaps we should have a meeting, uh, Dave Davidson. I don't think uh, so. Just call me. I don't think so either. I'm, I'm covering Ken, up. I'm Ken Kendall. I think you are. About 130 grand, honey. <laughs> yeah. Over All right, women. Francie, thanks for calling in. It was very awesome. This is Ken Kendall signing off, Noah. <laughs> okay, good night, everybody. Love you to pieces, and thanks right. for letting me share a little bit of, you got it. You know, you got it. It was, it was good stuff. Thank Very you. Good. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, Francie. Have we love night. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you, Francie. So, uh, all right. On that Aww. note, let's go ahead and hit the break. That was very nice. And, it, and it, it, again, it was it was timely, quantifiable, and oratund because, you know. Uh, it is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. Yeah. Uh, but, no, but Francie, you know, gave a, a different perspective on that. And subscribe to Mr. Sunday Movies over on YouTube as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night. Uh, and, uh, oh, I figured out my, our Mad Libs theme tonight. It's Mark Stein influenced. So, uh, we'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this with me, Bobber, Rain, and Joe right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Listen to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern for three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. This is what comedian and talk show host John Fugelsang has to say about Turn Up the Night. You guys really walk a good line of having it be really collegial and really having a, a show that, you know, blends the uh, intelligence with the irreverence, which is the hardest balance to pull off. Still not convinced you should listen to Turn Up the Night? Well, listen to what legendary writer, actor, and comedian Rick Overton has to say. I just don't think we can use the mainstream news for much anymore. I'm, I'd much rather go to you than to CNN for anything. You know, I would trust what my friends have to say more. Well, who can argue with that? Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. And now, on with the show. Do you even know what you just said? <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. 
Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. The number to call is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN, the number one goo. I really hate that. Uh, and, of course, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Bobber in Washington, D.C., filling in for P.S. Mueller uh, two weeks in a row now. Thank you very much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the airwaves, Bobber. It's always fun to be here. Excellent. Very good. And you're good at Mad Libs, too. I like having you on for Mad Libs. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Rain, uh, thank you for letting us borrow your bobber half as well. But uh, it's Rain from uh, Washington, D.C., from Four Freedoms blog. Welcome back. Here's the thing. It's it, it, borrow, borrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, I'm uh, sorry, I'm a little sensitive in the Me Too movement now. Yes, understood, understood. And uh, we, and of course, uh, before a uh, uh, pl- listener, please uh, turn off your radio. Uh, we'll be right with you. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Joe. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe, what do you know? Rocky Franklin. Rocky Franklin here. <laughs> oh, okay. Rocky Franklin. There, where's the alliteration? You're, you're breaking up. This is oh. a Skype thing. Uh-oh. Or I'm okay. having a stroke. One or the other. No, it's a Skype Stop thing. It's probably just stroke connected. jokes, Don't Joe. do it. Don't do it. So, uh, do you know my tennis club has a stroke of the night? The stroke of the week, uh, uh, night, and and most of us are over like sixty, so we don't like. Yeah. No, we don't like it. Not at all. Right. Well, uh, don't, 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 no. All right, Trojan Rabbit is on the line. Yes, hey. I am. How you I'm doing, doing, Paul? Alexa joke. Uh oh, look out. Uh oh, <laughs> you got an Alexa joke? Uh, uh, no, I, I was going to have it running, and then when you called, I was going to turn it off. Oh, oh. That's okay. No biggie. All right. I don't think it's listening to me now anyways. Well, uh, 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 you you can't try it again? Well, let's, let's see what happens. Alexa, set volume to 10. This ought to be fun. All right. Trojan Rabbit is on the line. Alexa, set volume <laughs> to zero. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Trojan <laughs> Rabbit is on the line. Infinite loop. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what they've done. But uh, what have they nowadays? Done? TV commercials don't seem to set it off anymore. They used to all the time. They must have added something. Huh? Maybe interesting. Some little uh, 
someone on the phone or something. Mine's, mine set it off uh, yesterday. Or, oh. or la- last day. La- yeah, last day. Last day. Just, I just removed last day. Then, then Credible. There you go. Credible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, incredible. So, <laughs> what's yeah, on there's your a mo- Jeep commercial that, that, that sets it off. Oh, interesting. So, uh, what do you uh, 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 what, what's on your mind tonight, Trojan Rabbit? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm just sort of going in and out of consciousness. Consciousness here. Uh, my little four-legged friend decided to abandon me. Oh no! He's been giving me pure therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, it's just the the absurdity of everything that's going on. It's just. You know, I don't know what to make of it sometimes. I guess uh, in less than an hour now, we're going to have uh, Turtle's head hand to him because he's not, he can't get the 60. And uh, we're going to shut down. And, of course, it's the oh, Democrats' yeah. fault. Of course. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah you I, know what? I, I, can I jump in? Yeah. The thing that has sure. been pissing me off all day is hearing from Republicans... <clears throat> more concerned with who they're going to blame than how they're going to keep government open. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is a scam by, by Mitch McConnell. He's He um, sent out a tweet saying that Democrats have to choose between chip, uh, funding for CHIP or protecting DACA. Right. Yeah. So you can only you can get one. easily have both. You can't get you, you can, can't have, have both. both. You only, you only got one, yeah. and uh, of or course, the, yeah. The, the chairman of the DNC responded, "Yeah, sorry, we can do both." Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, the Sophie's Choice of the budget uh, talks. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm pissed off because really, it's the Republicans that are putting it out there that oh, it's because mm-hmm. of the Democrats that we can't get this done. Like I said. That, that party has been just trying to play play the blame game instead of saying, you know what, how can we work to make government keep going on? Yeah, why why isn't the question being asked? Why isn't why wasn't chips funded a year ago? Well, and, and like yes. what uh, Senator Flake said, you know, when he voted for the for the tax scam, you know, I was told that immigration would be taken care of, and he found out he was lied to, so. He said, "The hell with it. I'm just not going to vote this time. I'm mm-hmm. voting no this time. You know, let it shut down. I don't care. I, I'm still like, being lied to continuously. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, and, uh, go go ahead. Finish your thought. And, and the latest thing, I've, I've been having a little argument with a couple of right-wing friends on Facebook. The, uh, oh, fun. Release the, uh, release the, uh, Whatever, release the whatever it is. Kraken? And uh, without, yeah, without saying, you know, it's that it's another Russian, uh, it's a Russian fed, um, re- release the Terrence Grants. You know, oh, transcript, I, I think you meant release the Kraken! Uh, but yeah, release yeah. the release the transcript. That bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The memo. The memo. The memo. The memo. I still don't get that. Which Senator Feinstein already pretty much released most of it last week you know yeah <laughs> so yeah but no this is gonna get this is gonna get hillary it's hillary it's hillary in a finally box. lock her up <laughs> yeah. ass wipes up. 
Obama's going down! Yeah. Let the judgment rain down. It's like... Meanwhile... And of course, they're all... They're all doing... They're all quoting biblical verses and all this bull, and I'm just laughing at them. Yeah. (laughs) They're gross. They're just fucking gross. And and then the next one turns around and starts quoting biblical verses about Tom Brady's hand. (laughs) 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 Tom Brady's hand? Well, my mind... What is going on with Tom Brady's hand? Nobody knows. It's it's, uh, everything cloaked in secrecy, you know. Are you sure? It's, uh, I think Giselle sneezed. No, we, <laughs> it, it, you know it. What broke it a finger? It is what it is. It, <laughs> I don't it, understand. I know, you know, I know that things. you're kind of back and forth on the football thing, and I'm looking at that. And I'm like, what is going on with Tom Brady in his hand? Yeah, I well, think he, he probably <laughs> really does have an owie, but they don't want to show how bad it is. You know? What's he doing? Keeping it in the keeping What's he doing? Keeping it in a glove full of Vaseline like Shorty from Of Mice and Men or something? What's going on? Actually, I don't understand any actually, of this. Actually, Ken, he is keeping it in a glove. Tell me if I'm wrong, Rabbit. Uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the picture of the, of the glove. I mean, oh, I he, 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 on both hands. Yeah, he, he, wore, he wore gloves to the his latest presser. <laughs> right. But, uh, what? I mean, it, it's, it's typical, you know, in the, in the hockey world when a Bruins player gets hurt, they'll say either... Yeah, upper or lower body Brady, injury. You know, it's like we're not going to tell you what the problem is. Yeah, Brady's football, but, not uh, hockey. You know, they, they, they could have had, you know, they could have had a nice uh, backup quarterback, but oh, oh, they got rid of I, him. What a shame! I knew, I knew Tom. <laughs> I knew Tom Brady was football. I can say that much about my yeah. sports knowledge. No, no, I'm trying to. So. I'm trying to trip up Rogue. Rabbit. I think I think there, there, this might just be like a, a psychological trick that they're trying to play in Jacksonville. Well, but nah, hey, I don't think it's going to work, though. I got to say, how awesome was that yeah. that I came up with that of Mice and Men reference like that? I, I am impressed. That was pretty sweet. I'm impressed. <laughs> Shorty. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Paul, uh, uh, you got anything else? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, oh, what do you got I, coming I up I on, on, for your show on I Monday? Have not decided what my, I have not decided what my show is about Monday. I'm okay. probably going to dig up an old one that... That was done a long, long time ago, one of the old hour shows. Okay. And expand it to two. Ooh. Because, uh, that's fun. I'm getting lazy. Well, no, that's I'm okay. I'm lazy in my old but age. That, that's the suggestion? Great, the great thing, though. And it, yes. The, 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 the great thing, I just want to say this, the great thing about you digging, digging up an old show is those are all songs people are going to want to hear again. So expanding on yeah. that, that's great. I mean, that's the great thing about music DJs, you know, is... People want to hear songs again, but Rain, what were you going to say, suggestion-wise? Yeah. I think I think that uh, Rabbit should use a theme of Tom Brady's tears. <laughs> what? Tom, Tom Brady's what? tears. His tears. Oh. I'm just throwing things in there because. <laughs> <laughs> Or fist in a glove. Sure. Fist in a glove. That have been done a couple of years ago just, that lots of people haven't heard. I wouldn't remember anyways. Hey, just do a whole show. Do do a show dedicated to Tom Brady about hands, fingers, gloves, things like that. Anything that you know, the songs about you know hands. You know, I want to hold your hand. First one. There you go. So, yeah, I want to hold your hand, <laughs> hand, 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 hand. Yeah, play some bad. Play some bad finger. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I think it's about parts of the body show, you know. Sure, there you go. Body show, parts. Uh, see? Nah. Don't say penis in this house. You are waiting for that. All right, uh, Trojan Rabbit. Uh, thank you, sir. Love you, brother. We're going to let you go. Uh, let me know what the show theme is going to be officially, and I'll be sure to uh, plug it uh, a few times on Southern Progressive Revival this Sunday. Will do, because when you're doing that show, I'm usually loading it up onto the server by then. So Perfect. Yeah, but then I know what it's about. All right. Very okay. good. Have okay, a good night, Good night, man. everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Night, Rob. So, uh, all right. All right. Here we go. So, oh, yeah, there was something. We, we There was more government shutdown stuff I wanted to get to. Um, and thank you. Uh, I got three Mad Libs done, everybody. Uh, it's going to be epic because it's Mark Stein theme. <laughs> We're not going to do that right now. But, yeah, so government shutdown. Mick Mulvaney. Oh, that sniveling little husk of a human. I hate him so much. <laughs> um, Mick Mulvaney, uh, you know, uh, decided to go out and uh, and say, oh, well, you know, you can't blame Trump for the government shutdown. That's just absurd. And, of course, all the while, this is the same guy. He was in Congress uh, when Obama was president, right? Mm-hmm. And he was out there weeping and whining and crying like Harvey Keitel. <laughs> that it was Obama's government shutdown. So here's here's part one. He he did part of the White House uh, a press briefing today. Let's make one thing clear about that. One of the differences between where we are now and where we were in 2013. Okay? The president is actively working right now to try to prevent a shutdown. I will contend to you that it's dramatically different than what President Obama was doing in 2013. I will. I was there. Okay. I was involved heavily in this in 2013, and I will tell you that it was absolutely my belief that President Obama wanted a shutdown in 2013 because belief. he thought Democrats would, excuse uh, me, Republicans right. would get blamed. So let's talk about today the president as mark just pointed out actively worked all day yesterday to try and get a bill through the house yesterday and continues conversations today so there's no conversations. way you could lay this at the feet of the president of the united states okay yeah we fucking can lay it at the feet of the president of the united states and i hate calling him that but trump said in 2011 and 2013 that the president should be blamed for a government shutdown and now all of a sudden it's democrats who are in the minority uh you know Did you notice republicans have that he was talking Oh, he's on fucking crack or speed or something. I'm convinced of it. I'm going to go with meth. Yeah, meth. For, that, that sounds credible. Credible. Um, uh, but here's the thing. Uh, so Mulvaney is freaking out. In my opinion, Obama actively worked against the the American people and was forcing a government shutdown. Trump's in Mar-a-Lago getting ready to hang out with his rich buddies for a fundraiser tomorrow where it's like 11 billion rubles a plate and that's a lot of rubles yeah. that um, is it's a lot of toilet paper um trump is not down there oh he didn't go down to mar-a-lago no he didn't go down i just oh I, because i want to make sure that we are i don't want to get us like i don't want to be on the thing like you guys lie no no trump that's did fine not go down there i appreciate the correction so, Boy, did he not go pissed. down? Did he not go down because Stormy Daniels wasn't there? I'm pretty yeah. sure Stormy Daniels no, but he's not down there. He's not that's down good. there. Okay, um, that's, that's good. But it, 
but Mulvaney is is missing missing recent history, uh, which happened last Tuesday, just this past Tuesday, when Trump held that fifty five minute uh, episode of The Apprentice, <laughs> and and said during that time that he trusted everybody in the room to come up with a solution and he would sign whatever they brought him. Yeah. And yeah. then two days later on Thursday, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham and Dick Durbin called him up at 10 o'clock and said, we have a solution and here's the outline. And he said, yeah, that sounds good. And then Tom Cotton and uh, Bob uh, Goodlatte uh, oh, and, uh, uh, actually, actually, yeah, good latte. Uh, but you know what? I have audio of uh, what good latte and cotton said uh, to Trump after that conversation with Graham. Do you even know what you just said? <gasps> oh, great. Odin's Raven. Yes. <laughs> yes. And two hours. And he was already to talk to them. And Durbin goes up there and finds who? Stephen Miller. Mm-hmm. Good latte. And uh, Tom Cotton and John Kelly, who yep. told him, oh, no, that's bad for you and bad yeah. for your base. Latte! He turned in an hour. And he's the one that killed the deal. They had a deal. Yeah. He killed the deal. But here's, here's something else. Um, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but at mm-hmm. a certain point, Mitch McConnell said that none of these deals are going to work because... Trump said he wouldn't sign them. Mitch McConnell said he doesn't even know what Trump wants. No. And that was pretty <laughs> not, I, pretty Joe, brutal coming Joe, from Mitch Joe, McConnell. He doesn't even know I'm what he wants. Mitch I know McConnell what I want. really came out and said, whatever happens, Trump isn't going to sign it. I'd like Mitch some McConnell really said, uh, and that we was can't like four months ago, until, which means uh, Thursday. We can't do anything until Trump uh, tells us what he wants. We can't do anything because Trump doesn't know what he wants, but I know I want something green and leafy right now. <laughs> or uh, a bug. <laughs> or a bug. A bug whistle fast. Do you have a, you got a, st- you got a stink bug in your pocket? You got a dung beetle I could munch on? Um, so, yeah, he went back to Turtle Rescue, and uh, that was the end of it. So, uh, and, and here's the next, here's the second one from Mick Mulvaney. Thank you, Jim Acosta. I'm going to give a preemptive amen to Jim Acosta. He's awesome. Uh, Mick Mulvaney versus Jim Acosta about, uh, where the blame lies with the government shutdown when it's a 100% Republican controlled white house, uh, uh, house and Senate. You said this was the Schumer uh, shutdown. How can it be the Schumer shutdown when Republicans control the White House, uh, the House, and the Senate? Come on, you know the answer to that as well as anybody. I mean, I, I, I have to laugh when people say that. Oh, we control the House, the Senate, the White House. Then laugh. You get this done. You, you know as well as anybody that it takes 60 votes in the Senate to pass an appropriations bill, right? You know that. Oh, I know. That. Okay, so, so it, when you only have 51 right. votes in the Senate, then you have to have Democrat support in order to keep the government to fund the government. So that's the answer to your so question. The president asked Congress to come up with a solution for the Dreamers. Uh, Congress uh, was in the room. Members of Congress were in the room with the president last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed to be a, a fairly productive meeting. And then the whole process got blown up. When Republicans tried to... If I may, it, it seems and, 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 that the and, 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 whole process was blown up by the president's comments. When Republicans tried to add a discussion about Obamacare to the funding process in 2013, we are cre- accused by Nancy Pelosi 
and Chuck Schumer of inserting a non-fiscal, a non-financial issue into the spending process in order to shut the government down. How is that not exactly what is happening today? There is no reason that you have to deal with DACA this week. There's no reason you have to deal with DACA before the end of February, excuse me, the middle of February. DACA doesn't expire till March 5th. This is purely an attempt by the Senate Democrats, led by Mr. Schumer, that's why we call it the Schumer shutdown, in order to try and get a shutdown that they think this president gets blamed for. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I get it now. So March 5th, I mean, that is like, oh my God, that is like a month and a half away. Why should we worry about that now? It's not the last minute yet. Yeah, I mean, we should wait until the very last minute and say, oh shit, our hair's on fire. You know, this can wait. This can wait till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., March 3rd, right? God damn it! It's the fucking Republican way. And what about the people who are covered by DACA? Yeah, and their uncertainty, and they don't even know where they fit in. What about letting them hang until then? Oh my God! The reason the Democrats want to solve this is because they want it. Want these people to have some peace of mind. Yeah. Well, that's you know what, Joe. That's a really good point because the bottom line is that Trump last year decided to say, "Fuck you, DACA people. We're cutting it out." And yeah. now, Congress, you need to solve it. And the Democrats have been trying to solve it ever since that point. Yeah, the, the first Democrats of all, did. Obama tried to solve it, and Congress wouldn't. I, Remember yes. after twenty twelve? Yes. Oh, the autopsy, and we better start talking about immigration reform and everything and we're going to get serious and they then they came up with rubio's plan and they were going to yeah. put it there and then they found out the tea party wasn't very happy with you so here's the thing they ran away from yeah. their own uh they ran away from their own uh bill base uh, and bill the yeah thing but, is, but Joe, all right and we'll I, tighten I, it up Rain, am, go ahead please i'm with you joe i really am with you you know Back then, when Obama was president, yes, we could have handled this, but it was Trump. It was Trump who's the person who canceled that program. And right. it, it was the, at this point, this is when it could have been handled. Well, that's what I was saying. When well, they had that, that, when they had that bill blew up in 2012, after 2012, it, Obama did the only thing he could do, which is put an executive yes. order out for DACA. And he it, instituted DACA, and and it was was Trump who set the house on fire, and now he's complaining that the, the fire department didn't get there in time. Well, in, in this right. whole this whole process that's been panning out, I think uh, Bobber, you'll appreciate this this reference. Uh, you all probably will, but uh, as a guitarist, I mean, this <laughs> is like this is Trump's manic depression, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, right here. I mean, because that whole meeting with, oh, I agree with what you say and what you say. Oh, wait, I shouldn't agree with them. Oh, but no, I think I do agree with them. But then you know, it, it's just like a fucking like drastic like up and down roller coaster for for what's going on with daca at this point and it, it, was, know, it was a classic example of uh, anal retentive management yeah whatever's in whatever's in front of his face oh that's that's what we're gonna do yeah and and finally somebody like you know hammer the railroad spike into his head of republican talking points and uh and he you know it was like oh yeah that's right Put that in my teleprompter and make sure it says torn instead of born. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, again, it, 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 this has been such a brief period of highs and lows with this whole process and it, and it just ended up being in its very own shithole. And we might have a little bit of shithole audio that I want to get to because I promised Joni Ernst it's going to happen kids. Uh, but, but Bobber, I pretty much have your full catalog. Uh, is there one of your songs that you would like to hear? Or Rain, would you like to request one of Bobber's tunes for this break? First um, one, first person says a song wins. No, the one I want is not produced yet. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, Bobber, what's one from your catalog you would like? Because like uh, I said, I think I got them all. Well, not all of them. A lot of the old ones. Right. Um, shit. How about uh, what Spare Change by The Beggars? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to suggest that one. Sure. Oh, okay. There we go. Spare Change by The Beggars. What did you do on this song? Uh, I played the keyboards. I wrote That's the song right. and I played keyboards. Very nice. All right. Spare Change by The Beggars featuring Bob Rouse on keys and, of course, uh, author credits here right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil.
You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And also, thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. And, Bobber, I got to say, I I, want to just say this. I've said it before about your music especially the beggars stuff and some of your early stuff like the heart and she won't let go and stuff like that i don't know actually i don't know if that's early or not i where it falls in your catalog it's well i'll tell you what all that stuff reminds me of that great stuff that that new england uh kind of power pop that was coming out in the late 70s early 80s love that stuff and uh if i've never said it to you before that's what i always think of when i hear songs like that great quality stuff so thanks um I, I, the, about the uh the spare change um i've got a better recording of that i, I thought i'd Ooh. send it to you is the one you, you just played is is sounds just really muffled it is um, yeah but yeah i've got a, a much better recording i'm going to email oh, it to you so next next time you can you'll have a better version to play all righty all right send it to that proton mail uh, account if you have that if not i'll yep. get it to you so uh yeah very good i'll i'll upgrade the uh the quality of that and put it in the rotation uh but uh yeah so uh welcome back everybody um as promised everybody loves biscuits biscuits 
but not everybody loves Joni Ernst, everyone. So, <laughs> uh, I wonder if I have the bread bags. Do I have bread bags? There, there has to be. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Ooh. We have it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I might have a... a here's her State of the Union response. Uh, I've got... Oh, hold on. I've got... I got like two. Let me let me load these up. Uh, oh, bread bags creepy. Joni Ernst edit. What the? What's that? What the hell? What the hell? Bread bags. Yes. <laughs> bread bags. Bread bags. Bread bags. Bread bags. That's like Reagan. Well, I, th- I think what I does did her is head I spin when she does. I that? coupled. I coupled these. I did. I, I played this. Bread bags. Bread bags. At the same time, and I, I came up with... Bread bags. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like the twins in... What was that movie? The Shining? Yes. Bread bags. Oh, wait. Well, I'm sorry. Bread bags. <laughs> yeah. That's there the you go. So, me, it sounds like Reagan from The uh, the Exorcist. Yeah. But here, here mm. this is a longer one from uh, Joni Ernst, uh, just to set this up. I had only one good pair of shoes. So on rainy school days, my mom would slip plastic bread bags over them to keep them dry. Oh. Nobody, nobody wore bread bags on the outside of their shoes because no. that no. would be a hazard. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God damn it. I, I made a. Oh, oh, yeah. Here we go. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah. So uh, I had only one good pair of shoes. So on rainy school days, my mom would slip plastic bread bags over them to keep them dry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how that went. (laughs) Keep them dry with my... Her motto was, keep them dry with my bill rye. Yeah, so... Bread bags. (laughs) That is creepy AF. I'm I'm fairly certain that might have been the first bit of mine that Tim ever played on the Tim Carmel show, uh, is the the bread bags slipping and falling and bonking your head in the rain. (laughs) Maybe. uh, I think that might have been it. Wait. Oh, my God. Bonking your head in the rain. That could be a Donna Summer song. Oh, (laughs) Knocking your head in the rain. Is <laughs> that song where I left my cake out in the rain? I, I don't know. Oh, it yeah, sounds, was... sounds more like a Linda Ronstadt song to me. You know. Yeah. Left my <laughs> bunk. All right, my head. we'll have to workshop that. Yeah, we will. All right. Uh, looks like uh, last call of the night coming from uh, the one and only Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Uh, hey, buddy, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Just got home. That's one such a late caller. You know, sorry about that, but you know. Work. Damn it, Hebert! So. Why? So you're, so you're home. <laughs> you just got home because I'm, I'm such an evil bastard. Yeah, that's this is true. Did this you hang true. your coat up? Uh, did I what? Did you hang your coat up? Yes, I did. Did I'm you not take, literally just walking in the door? Did you take the bread bags off your good shoes? <laughs> yes, I did that. Yes, yes. Good. Did good. you remember to bring but, home the marble rye? The marble rye. <laughs> <laughs> so what's a, actually fond of rye? Yeah. So. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to listen to? Uh, do you want to listen to the Joni Ernst uh, audio I have while you're on with this, Adam? Because that's where I was going to go from here. 
But yeah, I, I was listening, and you know, it, it's a tough decision. Do I want to listen to Joni Ernst, or do I want to drill right into my molar uh, live on radio? Mm, that could be good. <laughs> so uh. <laughs> I'll take the Joni Ernst. Somebody yeah, already used molars in Mad Libs, so don't use that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so here we go. Uh, Joni Ernst, she was at a town hall meeting the other day. This, this is a good uh, setup from a local uh, uh, TV uh, station. But she did a, a town hall, and um, a bunch of, of people were questioning Trump in his shithole remarks the other day. And uh, Joni Ernst actually was laughed at by the people at the town hall. It's kind of amazing. People packed into the Red Oak YMCA for a conversation with Senator Joni Ernst. This talk coming from the White House right now is extremely harmful. A conversation that quickly turned to the president. The American people aren't hearing people stand up to the president. Some say there should be more pushback. Taking a stand or doing something about the damage that Trump is doing to our neighbors around the world with his white supremacy talk. Claims of racism even had the president responding Sunday. Oh, no, I'm not a racist. I am the least racist person you have ever interviewed. That I can tell you. But I don't <laughs> respond a lot to what the president is saying because you know what? If I'm going to talk, I want to talk about the things I'm working on. I want to pause it there real quick because uh, the what Trump said in that clip was, I'm the least racist person you'll ever interview. That I can tell you. <laughs> he didn't say that's the truth. He didn't say yes. this is a fact. He said that I can tell you. Okay, Joe, let me try this out on you real quick. Um, I have x-ray vision, the power of flight, <laughs> and uh, the strength to lift a, a, a building over my head. That I can tell you. I don't believe a fucking thing you said. Thank you. So, <laughs> there we go. Proving my point. I'm not credible. Credible. Uh, when I say things like that, I can tell you. It's wow. Yeah, that's... Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I just I, I needed to, to address that. But anyway, continuing. <laughs> Joni Ernst, uh, uh, she's just blah, blah, blah. She should just say biscuit, 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 bread bags, bread bags. And the things that are important to Iowa. Ernst telling the crowd other world leaders support Trump. He is standing up for a lot of the countries that where we have seen... Um, name some, a few. Could you name a few? Yeah, you bet. Norway, um, it's one of them. <laughs> Did, did you hear that? They all laughed yeah. at her when she said Norway. 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 Yeah. So so Adam Adam by putting down African countries and Haiti, um, that equi calling them shitholes and saying why can't we have more immigrants from Norway? That's standing up for Norway. <clears throat> what do you think of that uh, turn of yeah. phrase there, Adam? <laughs> Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's I can. One of the big criticisms of the Obama administration, yeah, they yeah. never ever would stand up for Norway. No, never stood God up for Norway, it. ever, ever no. at all. No, yeah. When did you ever hear Obama say a good thing about Norway? Yeah, he was not credible on Norway. Credible, no, uh, so <laughs> yeah. just if you he don't had believe no me, Norway leadership. 
If you don't believe me, go do a Google search. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, last last uh, few uh, seconds from the Joni Ernst clip. You know, you laugh at folks who borders Norway, Russia. A few disagreements. Oh, what has Trump said that's so bad? But no big outburst. Just this final thought from the senator when it comes to the president. I wish he would put his phone down. I wish he would put his phone down. <laughs> But uh, what what did that even mean? You know, uh, of course, I I know a, a fair amount of geography, uh, European and and um, Eastern and Western uh, parts of Asia and whatnot. And yet, Norway does border Russia. But what, what the fuck does that even mean? Trump doesn't think Russia is a threat to Norway. He's you know he wants to go skinny dipping with uh, Vladimir Putin in the icy cold waters. You know, they want he, he wants sure to, Norway isn't anywhere near Russia. No, it is. It it's is pretty close. Yeah, it it does border Russia. It does. It, um, yeah. So, but I mean, what is? I mean, what reassurance is that? Well, but are we talking Norway or sticking Nor- up? Norway, 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 Norway. Joe loves Norway. Norway is in the Norway is in the South Pacific. Yeah, he really loves Norway. Anyway, Ray, Ray, go on. Why Jody Ernst went on saying, oh, "We're going to support Norway." Norway is not looking for any kind of help from us. This yeah. is the stupid part of this. It, it really is. Honestly. I mean, he's sticking up for Norway. Really? Why? Why? <laughs> because they border Russia? He loves Russia. She'd be terrified. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Norway. It's so dumb. It's so it is. dumb. It is. It really is. It is dumb. Norway is like, yeah, America. You know what? You stay on your side of the pond. Just You stay over there. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're okay. We mm-hmm. got we got healthcare. We got education. We're okay. We're okay. By, by we the way, Trump. I, I'm it, looking at yeah. a map of n- n- Norway in right? the border in the border <laughs> of Russia. It's <laughs> tiny. The border with like, Russia is like three inches long. Well, it's not like PA and Ohio, but they still no. border each other. But it's still connected. No. Most most of yeah. Norway's border is with Sweden and Finland, and and, there's again, a, there's a, and the sea. There's a little, <laughs> there's, again, there's, seriously, there's a length of the size of Scranton that borders Finland. Russia. God damn it! Yeah. seriously, are Sweden and Finland saying yes? Yes, help us, President Trump. It's not Ukraine. Not. It's not fucking Ukraine. Um, not, fin- like, now, you know Finland what? has a long border with Russia, and they didn't ask for help. Stay yeah. over there. Uh, anyway, That's what they're all saying just, just don't fuck with us. Yeah, we're good. We're doing all right. Well, uh, it might uh, be cold, but we we, we got to start. We got to start wrapping things up on the program, though. So, uh, but Adam, um, did you want to? Did you? Would you like to throw in a couple of contributions to? Uh, uh, Mad Libs, before we let you go? Why, sure. Can you give me a verb? A verb. Swim. All right. Uh, and can you uh, give me a um, a number? 
Oh, you have to softball. 42. You no, I know. I'm offended you that you had to ask. I'll give you another one if you want. No, no, no. 42. 42. No, I'm saying, uh, no, you can have that one, and I'll give you another one if you'd like. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Another verb. <laughs> <laughs> Another verb. Um, hmm. uh, Don't barf or choke run. or anything like that here. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you want you want choke? No, I'm saying I want something not just <laughs> run or swim. Something more graphic and gross. Um, poop, I guess. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. See, that's what I want. That's that. That is my desire. Uh, all right. Well, Adam, thanks for calling. You have very strange desires, Mister Pick. For for f- filthy and gross Mad Libs, that's awesome. That's a great desire to have. So, uh, all right. Well, Adam, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Mike Check Radio, or, or uh, any anything you want to um, plug for the show tomorrow? Um, I think we're doing fantasy film ball. And um, recasting the X Men for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, should be fun. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the government shutdown, and um, we'll also. I, I just wanted to bring this up. No, no doom, no gloom, no sadness. But um, this Wednesday was two years since um, Jonathan passed away. Ah, uh, founder and, of uh, Southern Progressive Revival. Helped- yeah. You know, uh, he helped us, you know, at a time when we needed the help and his contribution yeah. still, still, uh, continue to this day. Yeah. So we'll, we'll mention that of course. Um, and of course we also want to plug away that, uh, everybody needs to send a card to Janet as well, uh, who is in the hospital. Yes. So also founding member of Southern progressive revival. Um, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Thank you for calling, Adam. But I, I gotta let you go because we gotta we gotta do lightning round of Mad Libs right now. Okay. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Talk, Talk to have you a tomorrow. Night. Stay frosty. All right. Bye bye. So, uh, all right. Now we have a very special edition. Uh, the the Mark Stein edition of uh, Mad Libs tonight. I'm sure everybody's very, very excited about that. So let's start it up right here. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. I thought I saw a pussycat. 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 I thought I saw a pussycat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussycat as plain as he could be. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I grabbed the cat Mad Libs book <laughs> for Mike Mark Stein. He'll appreciate that. All right, let's go alphabetical on the show tonight. Bobber, I need an exclamation. <laughs> an exclamation? Yeah. What the fuck? WTF. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, Joe, I need an animal. A porcupine. 
Oh, okay. The pussy cat would have been the obvious one, but yeah. <laughs> well, the Mad Libs are already about cats. That's why I didn't so. pick it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rain, a verb ending in ing. Fucking goddamn shitting. <laughs> Fucking goddamn shitting. Uh, okay, wow. it's going to take me a minute to write. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of all of this. Holy shit. That's good. Oh, all right, uh, right Bobber, a number. Nope. A number. 69. 69. All right, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Joe, another number. Ninety-six. <laughs> That's back. Come on, where are my devil worshippers tonight? Where, where is That's somebody with six? Six. Down. Um, and uh, let me see. So, uh, rain. Uh, sorry to do this to you, but another verb. A verb. Um. Don't say run or swim. Say something like bar for puke. <laughs> crap crap well, that, that's the verb yeah uh <laughs> bobber lucky boy you, part of the body my immediately to def- my immediate defense babe <laughs> part of the body bobber part of the body um the taint 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 misbehaving taint nothing uh, Joe, a color. <laughs> a color. Chartreuse. Sh- chartreuse? <laughs> chartreuse. <laughs> it's sort like, of brownish green. Somebody, I was going to say it's sort of brown. It's got a brown tinge. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell chartreuse, but I think it starts with a C-H. Um, I'm just going to spell S H A R T T R T R U C E. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I want to call a shark truce right now. Bannon and I have been sharding at each other and want to call a shark truce. Jesus Christ. This is happening. Look at like they're having a squirt gun fight. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. That is funny shit right there. Thank you. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Squirt gun fight. (laughs) 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 The old this will never get cleaned up now. If I wasn't writing these Mad Libs out, I'd get out of the flarp. Um, <laughs> so, rain, uh, animal, plural. Um, I was busy with the shorts. Um, an animal, plural. Yeah. Sloths. Sloths. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> bobber. Off rain. Bobber, a verb. A verb. Um, sh- uh, sharding. Uh, shart. Shart. Two shards. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Sharks an article, an article of, cl- an article of clothing. Joe, an article of clothing. Yeah. Uh, a diaper. <laughs> Muslim prayer shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Uh, wait. 
The article of clothing was what? What'd you say? Diaper. Diaper. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. A diaper. A diaper. You know, to hold in the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rain. You get another uh, animal plural. Another animal plural. Yeah. Here to you, sloths. Um, puppies. Puppies. Uh, okay, and last but not least, uh, Bobber, you get uh, a verb. Herb. Oh boy. Um. Uh, snorf. 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 Oh. Snorf. Okay, I like it. I'll accept. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. Dedicated to Mark Stein. This is from Mad Libs. Meow Libs. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called Meow Libs. Uh, I taught, I taught, putty chat. I did, I did. That was the worst fucking thing in the world, man. That was mm. so terrible. And I swear to God, I am never going to play that on this show ever again. No, I promise you, should. you. You should. It was awesome. <laughs> every I thought I saw a pussy cat. Every I shark. I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought. Sharding you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be sh- <laughs> okay. I'll be sharding you. So, uh, all right. You. First one. First one is called. Uh, you call that cat food? And this could get my throat slit right now because the cats haven't had their dinner. Uh-oh. Um. Okay. So here it is. What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> what is this government shutdown you put in my bowl? Do you really expect me to eat this? Have I not made it perfectly silly that I prefer fresh porcupine to the penile stuff that comes out of a costume? (laughs) It looks velvety and smells like rotting mallet. And I refuse to eat something that is advertised by a cat who is an embarrassment to my shithouse species. Don't get so creamy when I jump onto the kitchen remote control to see what you are cooking for yourself. I might not want any of that either. Some of uh, some of the bread bags you make look and smell uh, smell as homeschooled as that Forbes magazine you tried to feed me. <laughs> Stormy, is that you? <laughs> Stormy weather. Wow, that Mad Lib file under... uh... And that's one to grow on. Alright, next one. Strange cat facts. If you think you know cats, think again. On average, cats spend two-thirds of every day fucking goddamn shitting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, another another interesting thing. Uh, you guys might not know this, but uh, uh, fun fact is uh, a group of cats is called a penis. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> All right, a cat can jump up to sixty nine. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, sixty nine times. Uh, yes, a cat can jump up to sixty nine times its own height in a single bound. Cats have over twenty brooms that control their ears. 
Oh, Cat. Cats can't swim sweetness? Oh, taste sweetness. Okay, so they can't swim sweetness either. Uh, the world's longest cat is measured at 48.5 philanderers long. <laughs> That's almost as long as a scaramucci. Yeah, so it really is. It's, it's very close in, in length. I don't think it's that long. Scaramucci is a tiny, tiny little Italian man. I'm big enough you for you. Scaramucci's maybe. I'm, I'm the right size for you. Ten. <laughs> I'm going to go with ten scaramucci's. I'm just the right size for you. Uh... <laughs> Okay, my my. What what did Cuomo say? Okay, my uh minute my friend, <laughs> or whatever. Yes, he did. Something like that. <laughs> oh uh, man. Two and a half apples tall. Okay, a cat has forty-two toes on its front paws, but only ninety-six on its back paws. Oh. When a cat leaves its loot uncovered in the litter box, <laughs> <laughs> it is an oh, SUV man. of aggression. Uh, cats only crap through their taint pads. <laughs> See, if they had a shard pad, it wouldn't happen. Uh, chartreuse cats are bad luck in the United States, but they are comf- they are comfy luck in the United Kingdom and Australia. Okay. All right, last one. Last one. Uh, there's one more. Uh, cats in a box or bag is the last one. Don't bother buying some cheap toy. I won't shart with it. <laughs> so skip the fake sloths filled with catnips and those teasers with latrines on the ends. Just give me an old sleazy box. This <laughs> That's what Trump said. See? The secret of the... <laughs> The secret of the old greasy box is that it gives me a diaper of invisibility, enhancing my tiny brain, my, my super, enhancing my super tiny brain. Uh, when I am in the box, I can poop you, but I can't poop me. <laughs> when I'm in the box, I can poop you, but I can't poop me. Oh, that's great. Matrix stuff. I know. It really is. That's so red. (laughs) Man, that is so red pill. Uh, (laughs) Uh, If the box is posh, that's even better. And it's more fun if I can barely uh, get myself in it. And it's it's preferable (laughs) if the box has an extortion or molars. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And if you don't have a box... I think in Stormy's case it had both. uh, Maybe, maybe. (laughs) And if you don't have... (laughs) And if you don't have a box, use... uh, uh, If you don't have a box, a useless paper bag will do because within the bag lives the bag puppies. And it's my mission in life to snarf them. There we go. Yeah, so... Good good job. Teamwork. Teamwork. So don't don't snorf puppies all night long, folks. No, or else you sound like uh, Mick Mulvaney's. <laughs> yeah, so. unknown pup poor, pup sn- pup snorfer pup snorfer yes. yeah yes. puppy snorfer. So uh, all right, all right. We 
we are long overdue to wrap things up. So, uh, uh, Bobber, would you like to go first for your parting shot tonight? Um. Hmm. Well, I, I just uh, hope that there's anybody listening that uh, works for the government. Um, I hope you get to go to work because that's better than not being able to go to work. Don't let the man shut you down. Just show up, even if they shut it down. No, you can't do that, really. No, don't do that. Yeah, no. Tom Cotton will send you a cease and desist letter. That's so. <laughs> <It's> right. <laughs> With absolutely no legal weight whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and uh, he is a featherweight, many many people say. Rain, uh, you got a parting shot for us tonight? I do. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> I want to give a huge shout-out to Ali Reisman, who was a member of the um, U.S. Olympics gymnastics team. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this was great. Sorry. I have a little right. phlegm. She, um, she, she went in front of, um, what's with that dude, Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. who, who molested a whole bunch of women. Yeah. Do you all know about this story? Mm-hmm. I, yep. do. Mm-hmm. I do. I yeah. do. All right, so she she went in front of the you know in front of the judge to give her victim's impact statement, and she took everybody down. She took down the Olympic you know the United States Olympic Committee, um, the uh, just I don't have it all right in front of me, but Allie Restman is my she's my hero. She basically said, "You're done. You're done." Yeah, the Olympic. The Olympic Committee is done. The United States Gymnastics Team is done. You all have to just step back and figure out why you all let over 150 women be a come abused in order to make them, you know, gymnastic champions. Yeah, it's like they left the Catholic Church and moved into the Olympics uh, as coaches, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So she's she's my parting shot. Very good. And I'm sorry she went through this. I'm sorry that all of them went through this. And I'm really glad that this guy is going to jail forever. Yeah, yeah. But she, it, one she of came the, out and said everybody needs to be held accountable. Sure. And and one of the women, uh, her, one of the women's fathers actually got up and called him a fucking hog or something like that in court, which was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, the the women the is. women who actually have uh, the the fortitude to stand against um, you know the 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 person who who did horrible things to them they deserve all the credit in the world. That's incredible. Yeah, it. Yeah, so that's my parting shot. Ollie Reisman, boom, burn there you it go. down. All right, Great. Joe Santorsa, what do you got, sir? Well, uh, just uh, listen to the Tim Cormaw show this week. I'm going to go over uh, the real physical that happened. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about that tonight. We we did talk about it on Tuesday, but I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'll be giving you my interpretation of what I heard. Oh, good, good. Yes. So, yes. and uh, it, see, I was worried because you were going to say, oh, I have some breaking news. <laughs> so, <laughs> that usually happens at the end of the show, but no, that's good, oh. though. I, I'm excited about the, the clown car. I'm sure it's going to be epic because, seriously, you can't write this shit. They're handing it to you. 
No, they are. And you do the best with it, which is amazing. But I just thought that Ronnie Jackson, Dr. Ronnie Jackson's needed a little enhancement. (laughs) So I I enhanced it. You know, Dad (laughs) sent me the cognitive test that Trump took. Uh-huh. And what, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try and send it to you guys too. But yeah, you just sent well, it to I've, me straight up. It. Yeah, I've and it's it like test. it's like name the animals or <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's literally I just and a camel, camel. <laughs> and a camel. It's yeah. literally like the five piece wooden giraffe puzzle that I talked about the other uh-huh. day. Oh my god! I, mean, I think it's it's not, in his case, they put a Russian hooker there too, and he yeah, it's like memorize five words: Russian prostitute yeah. pee bed tape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Donnie, those weren't on the list. Uh, but that's what I was thinking. Uh, so anyway, spank me with this magazine, please. All right, that's all I got. Uh, stick around if you want to listen to some music tonight. I'll be uh, uh, sticking around for the night show. Of course, I'll be on Mike Check Radio tomorrow and Southern Progressive Revival on Sunday. If anybody wants to know how to send a card to Janet um, while she's on the mend, uh, drop me a line on Facebook or if you have my email or uh, you know Facebook or email, pretty much. Or if you got my number, you can call me too. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll get you the address. We shared it a few times in the chat room tonight. Thanks, Brokehammer, for sharing that out as well. Uh, but yeah, we want to we want to show a big wave of support from Indie Media Weekly to Janet. I'll be talking about it tomorrow, and of course Sunday on uh, Southern Progressive Revival. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, great show. The three of you and all of our callers tonight, uh, Francie, Trojan Rabbit, Adam Hebert, and that's all I got. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff. We wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Credible. Do you even know what you just said? (gasps) Oh, great Odin's raven.